How's it going, my friends? My name is Ricky Senpai, aka the Chad Lad, and welcome to episode 11 of the Nijin's Crossover Podcast. With me, I have the resident sensei and wise man, as always, Sim. Yo, what's up, everybody? And we also have the creative director and part time leader of the New Zealand Yakuza chapter, Enzo. How's it going, Enzo? <laughs> so, so, hello, hello, everyone. It's funny, my title changes every week. It's supposed to say konnichiwa. <laughs> it's no. not. It's it's nighttime now, so it's kumba wa. Kumba. Kumba. It's a cucumber. It's a cucumber. <laughs> with that, with that being said, how has your week been, uh, my friends? How's you guys? Uh, how's you guys' week been? My week was good, man. Short week at work. A four-day week. Couldn't get any better, man. Work just went by like quick. It's like I started. It's like a Tuesday yesterday. Yeah, not too busy. Went went real by went by real fast. Uh, yeah. What about you, Enzo? How was your week this week? Man, my my week was the opposite of Suma. It felt like it dragged. It got real busy for me at work, oh, so I couldn't cool. do like some of the stuff that I normally do in my downtime because I didn't have any downtime. And yeah, that, that's been pretty much my week. It's just same old stuff. Trying to get it back into habit. I um. Man, I feel like I get an injury every week. Um, I injured my one of my toes, and I couldn't go to the gym because oh, <laughs> I had I couldn't wear shoes. That's why. So it was it was it's it kind of sucked. How did you How did you injure your toe? I don't know, cause like um the next day I looked at my toe and I I went to my wife. I go, babe, look at my toe, and she goes, that's swollen. What did you do? And I go, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No gym for me. So I started gaming. It's like a reverse. You know how in the Yakuza you have to cut your finger off if you commit <laughs> treason? And that's why you're Zealand the... Chapter, <laughs> New Zealand chapter, I think you... Was that the reason why you were trying to cut your big toe, but... I can't talk about it, eh? <laughs> Secret, eh? To... Hey, is that a knock at your door? No. <laughs> is that a knock at your door? Bro. If you ever come through that door, I was going to see Sinbad in his full glory. Hercule. <laughs> <laughs> With that, <laughs> <laughs> bro, you see, you guys are dogging on the dudes with a hairy chest, man. Like a hairy chest is a sign of manhood. That's what that is. Either that, or you're just a hairy ape. <clears throat> I didn't say anything. I'm just, I injured my toe, so I don't know how we went from that <laughs> to Hercule. Who, who's Hercule? Simba's addicted to Hercule. <laughs> Not <laughs> even. <laughs> Anyways, with that being said, we have some awesome topics to discuss. A few things that we want to talk about uh, on today's podcast, uh, a few of the big things that we thought that was important for us during the week. We will be talking about the Cyberpunk release date and that being pushed out to December the 10th. And more so, like the question around it is, is it a good practice to keep pushing back games regardless of the promised dates? So big game companies that promise to release games certain dates have pushed games back further and further. So that ties in with our first question of whether or not is, is it a good practice and if they can't deliver on a certain date should they just not give a release date to stop people getting their hopes up number two is we're going to be talking about anime and of course you guys know that we are anime fanatics we're going to be talking about um, one of our most beloved animes and that is naruto and we're going to be discussing our three favorite characters from the series we're also going to be talking about our favorite moment in naruto which is a shitload and also our saddest moments in the Naruto made us teary-eyed. And lastly, we are going to be talking about our childhood gaming memories, which I think a lot of, for a lot of us that do game 
Our childhood gaming moments reflects a lifetime of nostalgia, but most importantly, what set us up to play the later games that we play now. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, let us commence this podcast. So first question is to my friend Simba. And what I want to ask you, Simba, is that Cyberpunk release date is being pushed out to December the 10th. I think it was slated to come out somewhere mid-November, but mm. CD Projekt Red decided to push the game back more. I think, I don't know, maybe maintenance issues and whatnot. But going on with that uh, theme there, the second question I want to ask that ties into the first, because you can answer this book, is do you think it's a good practice for big game developers to push back games like like a lot of times because they've already pushed it back once but i think this is they've delayed it a year and they just keep pushing back regardless of the promise days do you think that's good practice and if it is i want you to elaborate on um <clears throat> i think in general like i don't think it's good practice at all um only I, th I think only because of the you know what's happening around the world of coronavirus and stuff it's kind of like limited some companies like this year to kind of put out their game at the proposed day. I mean, we see it everywhere, man, like with movies as well. Um, it's happening in the movie industry too. Uh, so I think just because of this year, I think it's okay. But I think in general, to ask your question as a, as a general question, um, no, I don't think it's a good idea. Only because um, it kind of shows how, I don't know, it kind of just shows maybe how indecisive they might be or how um they probably are going back and forth and a couple of things maybe there's kind of like a breakdown behind like the you know behind the scenes and some people aren't going getting along right and some disagreements are going about it back and forth so i just think it's just it's, it's not good practice at all um even though people are always saying like oh you know i i, I don't want to i don't want to buy uh, or get an unfinished game or you know i want the best game that they can give out but I think in general, like, it is important that you stick to your dates. I think yeah. it's just about being, it's like being professional, you know, like stop um, pushing back games so much. Um, and it kind of just lets people down, to be honest. But I think, like, again, with Cyberpunk, it's a bit tricky because not only the coronavirus kind of, like, happened this year, um, but it also um, the generation consoles, the next-gen mm -hmm. consoles, like, I think... They're trying to go at it at like they're trying to release during that time, um, which is good. But yeah, I don't know. It, it kind of rubs me the wrong wrong way in general. That if a game is pushed back so many times, there must be something happening. And you know, they can put out statements and stuff all they want, but you know, we don't actually really know what's going on. It's just like the media, man. Media can put out stuff that for us to hear and to to read Fake or to news. see. Yeah, yeah. So we we don't actually know what's going on behind the scenes until obviously someone leaks it. But yeah, I hope this game does fulfill. I, I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to Cyberpunk. Not really. Not I know used to must be, and I know a lot of other people as well. Really looking forward to you know getting into the world of Cyberpunk. But I hope it does deliver for this sake because if not, it's gonna be a big red flag on CD Projekt Red. But I highly doubt it. They've come out with awesome games already, man. So. But yeah, that's my take on it. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> what about you, Enzo? The same question I posed to Simba. You think uh, Cyberpunk being pushed out to December the 10th is a good thing and is a good practice to keep pushing games back <clears throat> regardless of the promised dates that uh, they gave, they've been given us? Um, I'll answer the second question first. 
it's yeah in this situation is kind of hard to i mean sorry logically yes it is no it is bad practice to push back games because of like you know you promised something on a particular date and that meant like you know you're going to finish the game by that time and um i think it's i, I think the the bad thing about it is that you promised a date so mm -hmm. making a promise to the to the consumers to the audience that you're going to finish something by this time that that itself is sort of like uh you shouldn't do that sort of thing yeah because um, a good example was um do you remember no man's sky mm. i don't know if you guys remember that remember the hype around that how it was going to yeah. be like, this massive game and you could do all mm. the stuff and it, it dropped on the date that they promised and it was just nothing yeah. it was full of nothing it was like disappointment but like right now that game is actually great now but it's great mm. because they took the time to go back and work on it. So the yeah. game, the game, it is what it was meant to be when it launched, but it didn't complete only because they promised it on that date. And yeah. I think even that game, like, I think they push. I'm not, I'm, I could be wrong. I, pro I probably am wrong, but I think they didn't release on the date that it was promised anyway. Because mm. they had a few, like, there was some behind the scene things that went wrong with them. So for that secondary question, I don't like, you know, the, there's parts to it that you should like take away from it and dissect it so that it doesn't like you know you could say that a game is coming out around november yeah so you know you're not promising an exact date and mm. you're giving like an estimation mm. so like you know I'd, I'd take that i will take that i won't take if you say you're gonna do something on a certain day i will take that at your like you know i'll take it at word level or yeah how do you say it like i'll take it as face value yeah and if you don't do it, then that's it. Like, you know, my trust in you as a brand is kind of like, uh, you know, sort of thing. But due, due to the situation at hand, you know, the whole COVID thing, the um, the consoles being released on that same, like the same month and stuff. Mm. And like, I don't think they knew that they were going to drop the consoles. You know, it doesn't sound mm, like they true. knew they're going to drop the consoles, so they weren't prepared for it. I mean, they... Did they know what the specs were for the new consoles as well, sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, normally, game developers, they get a heads up. Mm. Yeah, but did they know, like, like several years ago, sort of thing? So, Before know. Cyberpunk, you know? So, yeah, they, I think this time yeah. is for them to... I think they wanted to make sure that, like, on the new consoles, it will be fine. Like, you know, the game runs fine. There's no nothing glitchy about it and stuff. And Who I think they just wanted to make players. sure it's fleshed out properly. Who cares about console players? <laughs> But like you know, you know what I mean. Console, PC, players. For, for both. Yeah. So I I actually don't have a problem with it being pushed out. Like you know them for taking it back and deciding like oh wait we need to like make sure that this game is really you know it's good to to go. Like mm. we everything we kind of said that was gonna be in the game would be in the game. Because mm. I think maybe they might be looking at No Man's Land as a as, as an example. Another yeah. good example is Final Fantasy 15. Although I like I like I like Fantasy Fifteen, but I felt like it could have been more mm. than what came out. Yeah, that was yeah. my favorite eh, Final Fantasy. Oh, oh, <laughs> this oh. <laughs> oh maybe... it's my first Final Fantasy. I thought. Oh, okay, I see. But like, mm. like the thing was, I compared it to seven, seven, eight, ten. ten so those games one, were. Man. Those games trash. were great, and <laughs> even though any of them seems trash. <laughs> Even the Super Nintendo versions, uh, Final Fantasy in Japan it was six, and New Zealand or in everywhere else it was three for some weird reason. Yeah. Even that Final Fantasy was great, but uh, fifteen to me was just like, 
I don't know. I felt like they could have done more. And then they released mm. those DLCs, and I was just like, oh, this is just a cash grab. But that that was personal opinion. So, uh, Cyberpunk being released at a later date, I think I agree with, only because like good things take time. Mm. Um, it's a good practice to keep pushing back games uh, because of uh, releases, regardless of the promised dates. No, it's not good practice because you promise something. Mm. It's, it's bad practice. So that's my that's my opinions on those two matters. Yeah. Nice. Interesting. I think I share a bit what you guys, I share a bit of what you guys uh, answered with because, like I said, I'm I'm like you guys, man. If they keep they've kept they've pushed this out so for so long that it's kind of just become normal practice to me, big huge video game developers. But my my thing is, bro, if you can't deliver it on the date that you promised, I I think just don't give a date at all. Mm. I think it's safer that way only because like. What people don't actually realize is that for big game releases, a lot of people take leave from work. I I took leave for Destiny, for Destiny Light that was supposed to, well, Destiny <laughs> Beyond Light, bruh. It's better, bro, it's better than it's better than calling in sick. Shit. <laughs> boss would be like, bro, you've called in sick like ten times this week, man. Are you sick again? So it's 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 good practice because a lot of people do take leave when a big game comes out, like a lot of the gamers. I took leave for Destiny, and then they moved the date to to November, November tenth. Yeah, November tenth, and then shit. I was a little bit heated because like, bro, I already put in leave now. I'm gonna have to pull it back and tell them that my cousin's wedding's been moved to, <laughs> to November the tenth. It's believable though, because like you'd right now you'd get away with it if you yeah, told them yeah. your your cousin's wedding got like moved. Mm. You could just blame it on COVID, like straight up. There's yeah. nothing they can't question it. See, I'm not a liar by nature, so it's hard for me to say that. Hope no one from work sees this. You have no from the work, yeah. But that's yeah. And games that big companies, man, that because they're so big, they have the power to just do that whenever they want. It. Games, I think you should stand by your road. If you say you're gonna release at this date, regardless of always falling back on, we wanna, we wanna, you know, we wanna optimize our game for the user. It's like, bruh. We know what you're doing, man. You're just taking your fucking time, bro. But yeah, you're right. As COVID is a big, it's the big um, equalizer here, and so you're definitely. Right I think that's why a lot of Destiny and Bungie and them, and mainly CD Projekt Red, have been kind of pushing it back because yeah, a lot of it has to do with COVID. Yeah. That fake disease, COVID. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Wuhan. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, boys, that's that is my uh. So no. To get the ball rolling, to move on to. Our favorite part of the podcast and that is talking now <laughs> and everything related and we are going to be heading off with our top three characters from Naruto. and that first question goes to simba simba sensei my friend who are your top three characters i'll start and from why the... is sakura <laughs> <laughs> and why oh, is damn. your number one sakura and choji <laughs> <laughs> You got to say that. <laughs> um, I start from the bottom. Number three. Shit, this is real hardy. Eh? Um, number three. I've got my three in my mind, but like I have to kind of like reshuffle. Um, like, number three for me would be uh, Neji. Uh, number two. Actually, number three Neji. Um, only because I really like his story. Eh? Like. He's kind of like, um, you know, how like his family's kind of, um, kind of destined to like serve like the, you know, the higher Hugo, uh, but he kind of like takes it on with pride 
and then like you know he meets Naruto and and that and that fight in the in the first Naruto, and they kind of like he just gets all this respect for Naruto and it's and it's so cool because like ever since then like Neji like never doubts Naruto after that he just like follows on and it's cool that like Naruto has like an effect um like that on people um but yeah Neji I was like yeah, plus his moves bro, I like his movie a lot of people don't like it but I love like his um what's it called eight tri eight trigrams oh bro yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's mean is right, I think, yeah that is so cool i like that you know it's eight funny trigram something yeah, yeah it's funny because like he doesn't really i think in shippuden he doesn't really use it eh? i mean nah, i, I, I think more than... yeah i think he does use it but like it doesn't i remember in naruto like it takes that that one move he does like it it takes a lot of time to get through it. So he's like two palms, four palms, eight palms. Like I love that. Like I love how it just builds up and then does like goes up to sixty four palms. I'm like shit, that's mean. Bro, you kept. I remember when we were playing Ninja Storm. Like your dumbass kept using it on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because I like using it. <laughs> yeah, he's but, like, just keeps spamming. Yeah, but yeah, man. Uh, that's my number three. Uh, number two. <laughs> shit, this was a hard one because I have my number one easy. But number two, I, I kind of want to put two people in there. Is yeah, that okay? Cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sweet, thanks. Um, so my number twos would be... Um, shit. Shikamaru and Asuma. So two for one? Two, f- one, two for number two. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not surprised, eh? Knowing you for as yeah. long as I have, bro, I'm not surprised that... Yeah, man. Oh, Shikamaru and Osama. Shikamaru just because he reminds me of myself. Not the fact that he's, like, smart, but... Because I'm not that smart, but... The fact that he's, like, real lazy, but, like, he finds, like, the quickest way and the most efficient way to, like, man, do something. Bro, nice. Just... Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Bro, that's, that's the one, man. It's funny, because, like, it reminds me of, like, this... I don't know if it was by, like... It's a, by a famous, like, billionaire. I think it's... I think it's Bill Gates, but don't don't quote me on this, okay? Bill Gates... But he said, like, he said that if he had to choose between um, a hardworking person and a lazy person, he would choose a lazy person because they'll always find the fastest way to do something, um, um, to to finish off a task. Yeah. But do it to the I same standard. I don't know how true that is. I, I don't know. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Maybe I need to find the exact quote, but... No, yeah. I've heard it. I've, it's funny. I have heard of that quote. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I've heard it too. Yeah. I've heard the same quote, yeah. But like Shikamaru, man, like our oh, first wait, first Asuma, I just like Asuma because I like the, he just looks like a cool ass character. You look like Asuma. Oh, thanks, bro. I was waiting for you to say that. Um, <laughs> I got the 20, I got, was it 2015? I got the headband. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, I like Asuma because I mean he's not the strongest, you know, Shinobi, but bro, I just loved like the way he kind of like um brings up his team and you know raises them and even like I like that little ceremony he did. And he had what was it? Was it like a pin or something that he gave them? Yeah, yeah. And like the when they all three of them like graduated and like fuck, he just like he just really like loved his team, man. That was so cool to see. Like even though like you know you see Kakashi, you know he loves his team. Team Seven just too. kind of overtook their team. Oh, big time. They're kind of like the the, the B team, but people still yeah. They were yeah. Team Ten were pretty much the B team, pretty much. In who but, was Team Ten? Was that Shino Hinata and Kiba? Nah, Team 10 was nah, Ino Shika. Shika. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, and... Bro, stop yeah, talking bro. about Ino, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sakura. Man. Far up. Um, but yeah, so that's... Yeah, that's why Asuma 
and because he's a really yeah. good teacher and um shikamaru because man he's all his moments man when he's in a fight it's just like it's like you're watching a chess game and this guy just does like a move that's just out of nowhere you didn't expect that like i remember the first time watching shikamaru finals against um oh maybe that wasn't the first time but the one that really blew me away was when he was fighting the girl from the sand village the one he ends up tamari? marrying tamari yeah um bro that was just bro that was just mean bro they're married eh? they actually they eventually yeah yeah they did. yeah wifeed her up yeah, so that match, um, Hidan, when he versus Hidan. Oh, and even when he versus that Hidan. girl from the Sound Village in the beginning. And, like, he... Remember how she, that wasn't like... A, that wasn't a real village, eh? Sound. Nah, nah. That was just Orochimaru's, Orochimaru's uh, made-up village, yeah. But, yeah, so those matches, it's just, like, there's always kind of, like... It shows how he's thinking, and I just like that kind of stuff. And yeah. it's, it's just cool. It reminds me of, like, um, Death Note a little bit, kind of. Not, like, as intense, but, yeah, on that level. Um, that's why I like Shikamaru and my first one is Shisui long time fan of Shisui man a lot of Trash. people a lot of people always get out of here <laughs> dog me on lucky Shisui but bro I actually think that yeah, I know Itachi like would have you know if they were both still alive like Itachi would have been the strongest Uchiha but I reckon as a close second it would have been Shisui hands down um and I just love the dynamic those two had. Like, even though you only get small snippets of like their relationship, but bro, he was just such a cool like, bro. like friend to have, man. Like I was like, bro, like. Oh. To retract it, I think I think Shisui would have strong on the on the fact that his that his uh no he didn't have Mangeko. He only had a shotting gun. No, he, he did, did have a Mangeko. He did have Mangeko. Yeah. The fact that he has his Mangeko, his Koto Matsukami. Yeah. I think would have been would have made him stronger because remember Itachi never had didn't have his Mangiko yet. Nah, nah, he didn't. That's what I, I think Itachi. I think in my fan opinion, he only got stronger because he got he got your boy Shisui's Mangiko. Mangiko, yeah. But I yeah. think Shisui would have been way strong. I think he would have been not way, but I think he would have been stronger than Itachi. Yeah, I think. To what, yeah, I think like between those two, like you know, Itachi was skillful. He was no. the more skillful one, apparently. Yeah. He was more, more talented than Shisui, mm. recognized. I think Shisui just had, like, a... I don't want to sound lame, but, like, he had, like, a real, like, solid heart. And he was kind of, like... He was like almost like a genius, that, that guy, too. Um, but, yeah. I think, like, what he tried to do to save the village was just, just showed, like, how much he actually really cared for, like, his clan and all that kind of stuff. Even though, like, that plan went down the drain when he... Thing with Danzo and stuff, but fuck. I hate that dude. He, that guy's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, man, she's sweet, bro. I just wish that they had more episodes of him. But he's yeah, my all-time favorite. I like. I don't know. If, is, is it a fan-made thing about his um, his um, what's it called? Susano. Susano. Yeah, Susano. I don't know if it's canon, but it it's people consider it canon because you see it in the game, and yeah. they needed like Masashi Kishimoto's blessing to be able to, you know, put yeah. that stuff together in a game. So Ninja yeah, Storm, yeah. yeah, you see him use it. His, uh, yeah, his Susano. Yeah, his green one. Red his ass. green one, yeah. That's cool, man. I don't know. Yeah, Shisui was just such a cool character. I wish we got more of him, but unfortunately not. Yeah, I tried to stay away from the. Naruto and Sasuke, I, yeah. No, I don't know, you, you can't use 
this is Naruto. You can you can choose whoever. You yeah. And I've always known you to have liked uh, for Shisui because you use it every single time in Ninja Storm. Who played Ninja Storm? <laughs> Shit, that Bro. and your little flaming like flaming fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, man. Uh, yeah, that's a good choice. Those are my those are my three. This is where we critique your picks. So Sweet. I'll let Enzo critique your, your your three picks first. Or you can uh, roast this three picks if you if you think. Roast off. Nah, I like. We can critique Nizhi, and roast. Nizhi was Nizhi's always been like one of my like a top a solid top ten for me. But man, he. Nah, he was great. I have no I have nothing no no critiques for. Uh, yes. Uh, Asuma, like, he was cool, but, like, I think you could have just pushed him out and just kept Chikamaru there. Because no. remember, Asuma died. No, I'm just... See, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, all my characters died, bro. All my characters yeah, died. Yeah, Chikamaru alive. Chikamaru stayed alive. Oh, yeah. Oh, Asuma, him, he, was, yeah. he was cool. He was cool in that, but then it, it was just like... Oh, man. I feel like he could have... He, he could have beaten... Uh, what's his name? Hidan? Hidan, yeah. Hidan. Yeah, I, I feel like he. Uh, who's Hidan's partner? Uh, yeah. I think he would have been a bad matchup, but then Hidan beat him with his weirdo jutsu. But I feel like, like if he had, um, because when he, it's funny when you, because uh, Asuma taught Naruto how to use wind chakra. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, um, like I think before uh, Asuma gets caught in Hidan's thing. If he had just like utilized that, I, I reckon he could have just like killed him, killed Hidan before Hidan had a chance to get any of the blood, because mm. he needs the opponent's blood to do his jutsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But then that didn't happen, and I was like, oh, okay, uh... cool, cool, Asuma. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> sweet. Besides that, I, like I don't know anything else besides Asuma outside of that, because you know how um, like the uh, rock, not rocky, uh, Mike guy. Mike, he I, has yeah. his background story. Itachi, oh no, Itachi. Uh, Kakashi has his background story, and all of that. Like you know, yeah. and like Neji's, even Neji parent, Neji's parents have background stories. Mm. Uh, Asuma, the his uh, baby mama. Kurene. Ku Kurene, Kurene. Wait, is Kurene a Uchiha? It's Kurene. Get her right. Kuren, oh, Kuren. <laughs> Wait, is Kuren is she Uchiha? She's a Uchiha. Eh? Nah, nah, nah. I don't nah. think she's a She's just like Genjutsu. Uh, Gen Genjutsu. Genjutsu. User. Yeah. Uh... Why does that daughter have red eyes? The daughter has Oh, it's. Oh, true. Beautiful. She's a fake Uchiha. I think she's a branch family. So not direct uh, Uchiha family, but I think like one of the families that oh, didn't okay. get the full like Sharingan. I'm just. It's speculation. There's probably a, a proper answer, but I can't really mm. tell you that. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, they didn't have like a proper like you know. Everyone had like a a, a cool backstory. Asuma to me was just like one of the adults that just got caught and died. Bro, he, he was cool. Like, don't get me wrong. He was cool. I liked him. He was cool. But uh, to me, he didn't really have substance. It was cool to see him treat his team like you know the way. The way that uh, Iruku, Iruka Sensei treats Naruto, so uh, like a figure, like a family figure. Yeah. But it's just I feel like they didn't flesh him out properly. So that's my critique on Asuma. Uh, Shikamaru, uh, I love Shikamaru. He's cool. So mm. no, no critiques there. And your first one, nah, yeah, he's cool. 
Yeah. It's, it's good to see, like, you know, some other Uchiha up there and not Itachi or Sasuke. <laughs> and yeah. Obito. And I Obito. Think, going off on there, bro, I think I agree with some list to rebuttal, as you saying that Asuma, you know, his story wasn't really deep. I was like, bruh, his... I think he has one of the best stories behind where he got to us now because um, you remember he had he, he was kind of he had high expectations because he was he was in Sarutobi's protege. He's supposed to be people kind of hyping him up to be the next Hokage just because bro, his daddy is considered the smartest mm. Hokage in Leaf history. And like there was a few episodes where they kind of dived into his backstory where. He left to go join like a special order symbol. What that? What was that order? Um, was the ten guardians. Oh. Yeah, the, it's like and the ten. That's why he wears that white bandana thing white, around yeah. his waist. Bro, if those episodes there would explains why he ended up leaving then, why he came back, and him being given the responsibility of a team, and I think his story was really really interesting. Considering, like, if you look at who's who was the who was the team leader for for Shino. For Shino's team, wasn't it Kurunai? Was it that Kurunai? Was Kurunai? Yeah. Like, bruh, her story's shallow. Like, yeah, her, her people... one's not that. Ugh. Bro, when people bring her up, bro, all they remember is that scene where she runs into uh, when she runs into Itachi. And... Oh yeah. <laughs> Who's the fish? Who's Shark Boy? Uh, and Shark Kisame? Boy. Kisame. Kisame. Yeah. That's that's the only that's people say Kurunai. That's all they remember. True way. But um. Other than that, Shisui, I, I fully compliment that pick. I really like Shisui. And he is he is kind of like the dark horse Uchiha pick. If you don't mm. like Itachi, if you don't like Sasuke, people normally like Shisui. Mm. Or Okito. Or Madara. <laughs> or or, or Madara. <laughs> it's Madara. Madara out of here. <laughs> Madara out of here. <laughs> it, I've heard Madara, Madara. Madara. Oh my Madara. gosh, that's not the way you say it. Madara. Anyway. <laughs> oh but yeah, nice lesson, man. Nice lesson. Shut, nice. Shut, I, shut. I wanted to roast. I, you know, I, for, I forgot that Asuma was the son of Saratubi. I totally forgot that part. Oh, but he's still trash. Anyways. <laughs> Can't wait he's to trash. hear you on, can we your three now. He's, he's trash like the Ash, just see that he does. <laughs> Bro, that's a cool jutsu. Nah. <laughs> but look, see, look, like, even that, how come he didn't use that to beat Hidan? That's perfect. Bro, plot, uh, man. What are you talking about? It's all about the plot, <laughs> bro. But that's what I mean. Like, like yeah. I know plot armor, but, like, see what I mean? They didn't they didn't put him up against the right opponent. Like, ugh. Like, no, wait, cool I think he did, he did try to use it. Yeah, but, like, um, Hidan already got the blood. He It was too late. He already got the blood thing that uh, he needed. He got outsmarted. Yeah. I think just because Asuma didn't know who he was dealing with. I reckon if Asuma knew who he done was and what his jutsu was, then he would Yeah, he didn't know what he didn't know what his Guys, yeah. honestly if I was Asuma it would have straight been Ash Cloud and then all my win my win uh, was it uh Kunai's. It would have been yeah. all the extended wind blades and from a distance I would have just went <laughs> <laughs> chop up the cloud like that. <laughs> Done. Oh. Done. You look like a Shinobi, but do it again. Do it again, bro. Still slow. Lucky this is a podcast because you can't watch a podcast here. Dude, this is going up on YouTube. That's me, mean Shinobi. Just just remember, we have the um, 
Yeah, keep going. Let's go and move on yeah, to the next yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> next one, next one, next one. We'll talk about revenge plots in the next, <laughs> revenge. next episode. <laughs> All right, so moving on to Enzo's picks. Who are your top three Naruto characters and who are they? Critique them, roast them up. Give us your three. Okay, okay. Uh, I think I got a few. Not so much controversial, but just more like, oh, get the F out of here. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. So my, um, uh, let's see. I don't think I, okay, you know, we'll go by the top three. So number three for, for me would be Chio, the Chio. the puppet the puppet master from the Sand Ooh, Village. Oh, yeah. He's cool. He? Wait, wait. I oh, she. Who, oh, she. Oh, you're talking about the, the, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about now. Yeah. Uh, who, Chio, who the pick? grandma. The grandma from the Sand Village. Sasori. Sasori. Oh, the puppet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she's number three for me. First worst for me, bro. Keep going. <laughs> okay, Hercule. Uh, <laughs> uh, number two. Number two was hard because I was trying to think of um. It was Killer B. Killer B uh, is my like, number two. I like Killer B. Yeah, Killer okay. B. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll explain why Chio's number three. Wait, I forgot. I, I was just jumping into it. Um, Chio's number three for me because that whole puppet thing. Like the way she brings them out, the way she like combines them, it was just cool. It was, it was like it was different from all the other ninjas that you watch. Because mm. at first, I, when I saw Ken Kuro fight with his puppets, I was like, oh, eh. Like you know, it's like oh, he lured them into a trap, cool, sort of thing. But when the way that she uses it, and then it was just like, man, this is mean. And all the lines that she says against uh, Sasori, how they fight, he was like, oh, I have ten puppets, I brought down nations, sort of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And Sasori brings out his what 100 puppets, and that's when I thought like when that before you like you know before Chio wins that fight, it's like oh crap she's gonna lose by numbers. But nah man, the way she fights with just like one puppet per finger, that is some like next level ish. And then the only time that Sakura looks good was when she controlled Sakura as like a, as a puppet. True. And she <laughs> at the same time she was she never like. She never broke a sweat, and she like during the whole fight, she kept taunting uh, Sasori and stuff, and telling, trying to like tell him to stop in that. And then you know, then she uses them. I think she reversed, if I remember right, she reversed his puppets against against them and killed them with his own puppets. So that's that's mm. some next level puppeteering. Yeah, hardy. So I was like, man, that was that was probably one of my favorite fights in the in Shippuden, in Naruto Shippuden. So that's why she's number three for me, because to me it just stuck out. It stuck out more than a few of the like other fights and other characters that I can think of. Uh, number two would be Killer B, because I like the character types, the archetypes that Killer B is. You know, he's like this um, goofy as like wannabe rapper, but he doesn't stop even if he doesn't stop rapping because people tell him he sucks, but he still keeps doing it. He sucks and stuff. And then um, when you see him do his seven sword style stance, I was like, what the F? Are you kidding me? <laughs> seven swords. I thought Zoro was cool from One Piece yeah. with his three swords. And I was like, seven swords? Get out of here. Well, <laughs> how are you going to hold these? And I was like, man, this is... That's the thing about uh, Naruto. It was just like the amount of uh, creativity they go into creating their characters. And Killer B was cool because he like he knew wrestling moves. Cause you know, can't go wrong with wrestling moves. And then he knew the seven sword style. 
and he oh, bro, and like his relationship with his uh, Atos was like was where Naruto needed to be at before he got to it sort of thing. Mm. So you know the the way him and his uh, his Atos like they the way they chilled together and how they joked around and they had each other's back that was cool. It was cool seeing that you know because I thought all the tail beasts were just like you know like oh you had to be caged up or like I had to keep you on a leash. Because remember the two tails wasn't um, the two tails was kind of uncontrollable. Shikaku wasn't really like you know he he was like uncontrollable too. Mm. Uh, not so much for the other tail. You don't know about the other tail beasts until later. Yeah. Like you find out like you know these guys created relationships with them. So seeing seeing B Killer B's relationship with his tail beast was like man that's so cool. You have this goofy muscular guy doing like athletic seven sword style stuff. Sort of thing you know. Mm. He was to me. He was a real G, Killer B, the real G. So he's my number two. Nice. And my number one, my number one. Ah, oh, this is gonna. <laughs> this one, Jiraiya, Jiraiya Sensei. He's like he's he's, <laughs> like he's my number one for a lot of reasons. Same, same, probably the same reasons as why Killer B is my number two. But Jiraiya Sensei was like this goofy. Like, oh crap, he's so useless, but like, you know, but really, he's like this ultra, like ultra boss combo wombo uh, yeah, of a ninja, he's, you know? He's like, he took on Pain by himself, and he was close to winning. Like, Pain is six people. Pain, yeah. like, Pain, Pain almost, Pain used all six of his, uh, his bodies to, to fight off against Jiraiya, right? Yeah. If I remember it, yeah. He needed that. He, so, he like, needed that. Yeah. So Jiraiya, before he went into sage, his half sage mode, he he was able to stand on equal equal footing with three three pain bodies, right? And then pain ended up bringing out all six, and then Jiraiya had to go into his uh, sage mode. Uh, I don't know if it's like full. It's not proper full sage mode. And like you know, he pulled out the he pulled out everything, and he even taught like Naruto his signature move. Mm. And you know, and he wrote the book that Kakashi like would die for. So that that kind of level of like you know that level in the whole series, yeah. It, and the thing was the thing that made me really like him was that he wasn't egotistic about it, you know. Like he didn't like he wasn't big-headed about like oh you know I taught Naruto this, or like you know Kakashi reading his books and that. Like he kept doing. No one knew what he was. They just knew he was a legendary sonin, but that was it. But to everyone else, he seemed like a drunk. A drunk pervert, because that well, that's what he was known as, eh? the pervert ninja. Yeah. Mm. So like, pervy sage. Pervy sage. That's that's the one. And how he held off against the four tails too, as well. Mm. And just how like he knew how dangerous how dangerous it was to perv on Tsunade. Like he still went for it. <laughs> like he didn't like he didn't give up. He always went for it. He it was just it was cool to see something like that. It was it, it was just yeah he he always had the uh, like his always had people close wait no wait people's interests close to heart protected Naruto protected the village and made sure like you know just made sure that everyone knew who what pain was he he did things behind the scenes without having to be acknowledged and that's that's why Jiraiya is my number one but pretty much because he's pervy sage but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you need to stop that behavior, man. <laughs> it's, it's human nature, right? If you deny yourself what comes naturally to you, you know, yeah, who was doing? denying this? The whole you, you were, you're stunting your growth, <laughs> all right? 
No one's denying anything. What are you talking deny, about? Deny, 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 deny. <laughs> <laughs> I prove it. If you can't prove anything, it wasn't me. <laughs> Two, I like your list, man. But I'll let Simba. Simba, what do you, you have any critiques for for Enzo's list here? Fuck, not really, eh? Those guys. I, I, Compliments. The Jariah definitely deserves to be number one, bro. And, um, has no problems with your number two. Even number three took me by surprise, to be honest. Like, I, mm. probably the because I was when you said Puppet Master, I already knew Kankudo was, but I was thinking of Sasori, and I was like, oh shoot, yeah, bro, that guy's mean. And then you're like, she, and I'm like, oh no, it's Granny Chio. Chio? Chio is the name, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This guy likes the grannies. Nice. To- <laughs> I gotta get my PS5, you know? Cap! Cap! Thank you for listening uh, to the podcast tonight. You are covering <laughs> this guy's habits, man. I don't know what these talking about, eh, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, nah, I, I have no problem with your top three. It, number two, the I'm complimenting your number two only because I like the way Killer B comes in during Naruto. It's like a breath of fresh air. Like, you have all this, like, seriousness and all this kind of, like, in the story thing. And then you have this guy come out of nowhere. It's like, yo, 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 yo. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you think it, he's just, like, this weak, like, like, oh, here comes another guy that's going to get one punch. And what do you know? He's the one doing the one punch? He's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, yeah. Every time he came on, it, it wasn't, like, annoying to me. It was like, oh, cool, get a little bit of a break. And it's kind of like a nice break to have. Like, before. Because when he, when you're... When you're introduced to him and when you're following him around, it's like when Naruto is trying to make sense of like, you know, um, what his parents done, and then and him trying to control the night. And then you have Sasuke who's on this like, I want to kill all the five Kages and blah blah blah, like that kind of buzz. And you know, it's just good to have like this breath of fresh air and have Killer B, Killer B come in with his holding his seven swords and <laughs> just doesn't take a fight. I mean, he does take fight seriously, but you know with his character and stuff it's, it's really funny so yeah no, I, I will say i will say this about killer b the, the, that one moment when he um he was on almost equal footing with uh minato i don't know if Ooh. you guys remember that yeah that yeah for speed? That for speed oh you mean fighting and like uh, not for speed yeah. i think in fighting so minato almost took like like i think he was hunting the eight tails was he hunting the eight tails at the time or they just ran into him oh this was in the forest day eh? the mm. forest one yeah, yeah. I think this one the first. I think so he, oh, yeah. it was him it was uh Killer B and the Raikage and uh, I think like three other ninjas. Oh yeah. I think uh, it was when the Raikage recognized Minato bastard. Yeah. And then Min- Minato goes straight like he like he goes through everyone, but it, they don't they think he's going for the Raikage, but he's going straight to the eight tails. Like mm. that took them by surprise and then he stops right before uh Killer B's neck. Mm. And then you don't know, you don't know, like, the, the he's setting the scene, and Manato's like, oh, like, you know, you almost got me too. And then you see uh, Killer B's knife ready to stab him as well. Yeah. Like, at the same time. And I was just That's like, damn, this, oh, guy, yeah. this guy is good. I remember. You I remember, don't yeah. miss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, bro, Sounds like. Clean him up. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think he would have done, like, an instant transmission or something. Mm. Who knows? That guy's too. Yeah, that too guy's bad. too great. <laughs> he's just too, too great. Much. He's too it's good. just too great. Yeah, man, that's that's. I have no problems with Enzo's three. I'm same as you, Sim. I was just shocked with three A. Like Chio go- caught me off guard, mm. to be honest. Only because like she, 
for the small amount of time that she was on screen time, now I think about it, she actually had pretty legit impact on that scene because the way that Enzo was explaining that he was able, she was able to control Sakura as a puppet. That's the only reason why Sakura was able to stand up against uh, yeah. Sasori. Sasori. That's a good pick. Like, see, now I'm thinking outside of my bubble. Because there, there was levels to that. Because like she controlled, yeah. she controlled Sakura, right? And it kind of like it kind of distracted Sasori, and then all of a sudden he gets stabbed by his parents, his parents puppet, mm-hmm. and that was Chio. It was just like, oh my gosh, I didn't. There was some parts where I didn't expect it to happen. I was like, what the heck was going on? Mm-hmm. It's like just a bunch of puppets fighting each other. Yeah, that was yeah, that was legit. There's actually now I'm thinking about it. It was actually a really good choreo choreographed fight i'm just thinking mm. about the amount of anime like animation that went into that because those puppets had some pretty like hectic fighting scenes Bro, hard. i remember that do you know in a uh, ninja storm 4 the fighting game mm-hmm. do you know how you have like the unlock the everyone has a unlock the what is it like going super saiyan i just if that makes sense right yeah i know what you're saying about yeah so you know if like um with rock lee he does unlocks the gates and you get like that amount of time Mm. Man, when you do um, what's his name, Sasori's one, yeah. is she? It's like game over. Cause when you do um, summon his like one thousand puppets, the oh. whole the the whole stage is just like puppets just flying, <laughs> flying around. You can't even get to the guy. Like I you try to dash. Prefer, yeah. yeah, me neither. You try to dash into it, and it's just this puppet like just like the whole wave of puppets coming down. Yeah. Mm. Like I never like I used it once, and I I, I didn't use them after that because I thought it was just cheap. It was just too cheap to use them, but like, man, those puppets just like—it's scary when you see it. It's just like mm. like a hundred puppets just like flying down at you, and you're just like, "Well, what do I do?" Because <laughs> you can block the first one, but it counts as like I think like twenty hits or something. Twenty hits. Uh, it's, it's like it's just crazy. Yeah. Like, if you ever go back into Ninja Storm Four, because I know I think Ninja Storm is still my favorite fighting game, like anime fighting game. Yeah. Next to I... Dragon Ball Z, Ten was it Ten No, Dragon Ball Z Fighter. Mm. So they still yeah. update it. Um, they still update Ninja Storm Four, like to this day. To I keep still, up with the manga. I still have the disc game. Over here. Nice. Hard I lost copy. my copy. Okay, anyway, that's that's, that's <laughs> for me. Sorry, guys. I just I love these characters. <laughs> nice. I think it's the only reason why it took a little bit longer is because you had to explain why Chio mm. was such a good character for us to see, and I see it now. When you said Chio, I was like, bro. Where's this Picard? <laughs> Nick Mana actually turned out to be a really well thought out reason why you like it. Nice, I like that uh, list. Yeah, me Good too. List, Thanks, guys. Moving on to Mr. Chad Ladd's list here. My number three is <laughs> Hashirama Senju. Hashirama. Hashirama. Hashirama is one of those characters you just absolutely get into. Similar, similarly to how you get drawn to Naruto, but... During the during the later arcs, Great War arc, there's a flashback to pretty much how the Senju, the Uchiha, built the Leaf Village. And when Hashirama was young, he had a really unique relationship with Madara. And eventually got to the point where Hashirama had to eventually put the duties of him being the Senju clan leader over everything else. So the cool the reason why I liked Hashirama like a lot because to me, a character that normally displays chadness, and chadness is a topic <laughs> discussed often, is when you see someone who's so badass, but there's just a goofiness to him. The same way that you like Jiraiya, Enzo is the same way I like Hashirama. Hashirama had this 
big game like this gambling addiction which he passed on to Sumare and he was like he was like a doofus but the fact that whenever he got serious people knew that this dude mean like he meant what he meant you know even though he never really existed throughout the entire Naruto series until we get to see him people still revered that name Hashirama and a, one a one funny moment that I really really absolutely enjoyed is when Rochimaru summons the Remember that scene when he summons Hashirama, Tobirama, Hiruzen, uh, and Minato too? You remember yeah. that scene? Yeah. And Sasuke yeah. was there, and then Tobirama, like, you know, Tobirama, biggest racist ever. He hates Uchiha. <laughs> he, 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 he senses that there's a there's a Uchiha, and then he fuck his shit. He gets serious like he's going to kill this guy. And everyone was, like, on edge. Like, everyone in the room was on edge because, like, bruh, these are the Hokage, the, the, the kings of the Leaf Village. All, all Hashirama had to do was just, like, his finger and just you know, that's all it took and then toby rama the killer that he is simba knows how much killer he, is. he mm. quieted down straight away if that's not chad more chad than anything else that's that's you know i don't know what is but that is chad lad just display of power but goofiness top tier in my books number two is pain i don't think this was um i don't think you guys are too surprised at this pain mm. i love pain man Pain has his like I said when he says Tensei or Almighty push, and then the entire <laughs> what's more Chad than that, right? To have a power that can just wipe the entirety of a village out, nothing's more badass. Than that. But I also like Pain for his philosophical, really, really deep. Lastly, I don't think that you guys are gonna be surprised at all. Oh my god! Take a guess. Who's my number one? Naruto. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> Naruto, man, the main <laughs> protagonist of the show. And if I don't know if this is controversial at all, but Naruto, the series, not from Shippuden. I think it was cool Shippuden, but Naruto as a young kid. I think that, but like when we were watching that moment, he stood up for Haku when, uh, you know, when Haku, when Haku died. And fuck, wasn't was the name of the Miss, uh, Miss Ninja again? The Swordsman. What was his name again? I forgot his name. Zabuza. Zabuza. You know, just seeing, like, what Naruto used to say, it was pretty savage. <laughs> that line where he's like, you know, you're even bigger rat than I thought you were. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, brah. And I like the fact that it wasn't too PG when Naruto first came out. Like, they were a lot, they said a, a lot of, like, a lot of, like, you know, fucking rough stuff. Mm. And I just like that, just how Naruto's character development through the entire of, of original uh, Naruto is amazing man i just love the fact that he was more brazen he they let him be a kid and they, they and just fuck i got teary-eyed a lot of the times when people would fucking often pick on him because like that's one thing i hate bro is bullying you because know? i've seen people get bullied i know family members that have gotten bullied you know? um you know i used to be a bully what <laughs> i used to be a, <laughs> i used to be a bully you know so, and, and and seeing something like that like this was when i was young you know young when i like seeing him get getting bullied man fuck, i was just so connected naruto as a character because you often see it but then when you're a person who carries out the bullying man like shit you realize just how a shit person you so i think that's why i connected with naruto. and just see his development like he had the best fights him like toasting up your boy neji simba bruh mm. no remember that everyone mm. had a bit that that naruto will get destroyed yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone is calling him like a joke, and then brah, he comes out of the ground and he uppercuts your boy Neji. 
see that's and i remember to something enzo said was that like even though naruto thought people think he was dumb he was actually really smart as a fighter you know what i mean when it came to fighting naruto actually held his own so i just like naruto <clears> man and uh, so, and the lastly last point i get on the topic is the biggest like chad like turn on for me man is when when someone has like perseverance and a never say die attitude that i think that's a big uh, thing in shonen but you know you can practically apply that to your life as well so whenever i see a dude who doesn't let his circumstances dictate his outcome like that lights a fire in you because you're like bruh this dude's telling you not to give up you know i give up so that that's that's the number reason why number one reason why yeah so yeah i think <clears> this is the time where you guys critique if there's anything to get bad about the list and why it shouldn't be on the list Starting with Simba. Bro, you had to go with Naruto, eh? <laughs> Trust my boy, bro. You Trying to stay stay clear of like the obvious one. <laughs> Hell no, man. You don't mean <clears throat> to say it like Nah, I have no problems, man. I love Pain. Probably one of my favorite uh, villains for any... Actually, anime in general um, is what would go to Pain. And Naruto, yeah. Self-explanatory. And what's your third one? Hashirama. Hashirama. Hashirama is like a founding father, bro. So, you, I know you're more of a Tobirama guy. Bro, I love Tobirama, bro. He's yeah. he established so many like Hashirama, like got the foundation, and then Tobirama mm-hmm. just built on that. Like you know, he established like the police force for bad reasons, obviously, but he established yeah. the police force. He established like the tuning exams, all that kind of stuff. All came through him, bro. That's true. Yeah, and the and the Shadow Clone Jutsu way. Eh? Yes, Jutsu. Shadow Clone. Even the um. Flying, flying yeah. Raijin, yeah. He was that all uh, Tobirama? It's Tobirama, bro. So Minato yeah. was using a like a like a baby version. Yeah, that's why. That's why they always go oh. back and forth. Their banter, and he's like, "Hey, that's my jutsu." <laughs> like that's what Tobirama. So flying Raijin, eh? is that what they always <clears> say? <throat> yeah. Is that what they say? Flying? Oh, I can't. I never knew. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I like Kashinama though, because he's 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 a pretty cool and he's powerful, man. Fuck. Didn't they call him like the god of like Shinobi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They They're like his nickname, eh? Yeah. yeah. But he's strong, bro. And I, I kind of like his, him and Madara's um, rivalry too. It's, fun, it's, it's yeah. real funny because every time someone talks about Hashirama or Madara, I always remember that that one scene when Hashirama and all them come to the battlefield and, the then, battlefield. Ma- and then Madara like hits like a beeline straight to Hashirama, Madara's like, Hashirama, it's time, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And Hashirama's like, Madara, I'll deal with you later. <laughs> and he's like, funny, what? <laughs> but that, that's how much they're, yeah, that's, you see their relationship there <clears throat> of how much they're like competitive, yeah. you know? Are they all like best friends or something, eh, before that they were. split? Yeah. This is, uh, yeah, this, this is when they were playing down in the lake, on the yeah. river. Yeah. 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 They were actually, because Madara wanted to be, he wanted to be the leader. Yeah. Yeah. He like actually, he, he had that like um, how do you say it in English? Like, like inside of him, he wanted to be the best. He wanted yeah. to be at the top. You know what's funny? He actually Hashirama make him, the, but Tobirama didn't w- agree with it. Eh? Remember, Hashirama was gonna make him the leader of uh, of Leaf Village. Ah, uh, I think so. Yeah. And then the whole thing went down when um, when Tobirama ended up killing uh things little brother. He ended up killing uh, Madara's little brother. Oh, and that's yes, why he went. Yes. Oh, okay, um, yeah. But he was gonna make him the leader. He was gonna make. Uh, and when they formed the village, he was gonna make. Uh, he was gonna make Madara the leader. But then, 
the Tobirama and the Sinju clan pushback. Isn't that how the the Sharingan like that's how he got the Sharingan? Because yeah, he yeah. lost like the extreme sadness or something, mm-hmm. or extreme emotional love. Was, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how he got it. Yeah, through his the death of uh, younger his brother. brother. Yeah. Bro, he got toasted, bro. Fuck, if you're gonna go at Tobirama like that, bro, you better come prepared, man. Hard, bro. Bro, Tobirama, ugh. He was, yeah, he he was definitely at the top. He was that bad. guy was just, man. <clears throat> I didn't think of it that way. I forgot. Somebody started listing off his accomplishments. Bro. Uh, he did a lot for the village. But you know what's funny? He was always fucking, like, dead scared of his brother. Like, whenever Hashirama, like, when Hashirama left, his finger during that scene mm. where Tobirama's aura just disappeared when I was like yeah. Hashirama must be that he probably commands so much respect from Hashirama back yeah. down yeah, and Tobirama only became Hokage because Fing died uh, Hashirama wait how did Hashirama die again was it to sickness I don't remember mm. yeah I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't remember either because then he would have stayed yeah he would have stayed Hokage he would have yeah. Well, he like yeah. I think he, it was either sickness or something, old age or whatever. And then yeah, Toby Rama became it. Man, it's not even that that many generations. Eh? It's only like five generations before, like Naruto. Yeah. No, Naruto was what? No, it's Naruto. Seven, seven for Kage. Yeah, he's the seventh after Kakashi. After Kakashi, yeah. It's funny because the... um, it's funny because um, you know. Tobirama, mm. he's Hiroden's teacher, sensei. Yeah, yeah. He gave him the tight. Remember, that's why Danzo got like real spiffy. Remember getting chased in the forest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he gave who the title? To to be the next Hokage. Mm. He gave it to Hiroden. Remember, they were getting chased like by a shitload of ninjas, and he had to. He stayed back to fight them before he told his. His team to leave, he gave like the. He's the successor, yeah. Successor. You remember? This is when they were like, um, they were like trapped. They're like ninja, shinobi everywhere. And then, um. I have to like rewatch it because. No, I don't remember. Ah, and Danzo was like, oh, you didn't yeah. choose me. What about me? Oh, no, <laughs> no it's, it's because he doesn't stepped up, eh? And he said that he's gonna. He'll stay back, right? He said mm. he'll stay back to fight. And then Tobirama was like, nah, you guys go, I'll stay. But I think that that made the decision for Tobirama so that he doesn't put um, everyone else first before himself. Mm. And then Simon's fair at Danzo was like, no! <laughs> no! Nah, man. <clears throat> man, that whole, like, that whole when you find out about Danzo, that changed the tone of Naruto for me. Bro, what? Yeah, man. Like, no, no, no. Actually, Naruto... Nah, there was a... Actually, I take that back. There was a few moments where Naruto, like, made me, like... Damn, that was uh, this is different. Like from the from when Naruto loses to Sasuke the first time, and Sasuke decides to be like, like he he doesn't they don't say he went to go be evil or anything, but he just decides to go to Orochimaru to get stronger. Mm. So oh, it was just yeah, yeah I was like, uh. anyways, going on a tangent. Um, no, yeah, I liked your I liked your top three. It was cool. Like, okay. oh man, Naruto can always relate to Naruto. Funny that you said that you were the bully, because in school, I was I was the one getting bullied. And that being, it's because my mom, when we were young, she made us grow our hair out. So when, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think at 100 uh, follows, 100 follows, I reveal baby pics. Anyways, when I, when I was, like, 
before 10, I looked like a little girl. It was so bad that they thought, like, um, me and my cousin, because mm-hmm. we were born around the same time. We were both fair-skinned. We both had chingy eyes. And we both had long hair. They, Like, as kids, they called us twins, like twin girls. Not mm-hmm. boys, twin girls. And I was like, great. I don't even look like a little boy when I was, like, little. But, yeah. So, I got bullied a lot as a child because I had long hair. I didn't realize it was bullying. I thought that's just how kids play. I was like, oh, cool. We're playing. Mm, so yeah so that's why i can always like that's why naruto would always be like he's like he's always in my top he's just because of being related to him mm. and like in terms of like you know no friends you're different from everyone everyone just like you know they don't want to be a friend because you're just you're just different and stuff that's sad that's true yeah my little brother had long hair my my little brother and shit i was a bully because he kept getting picked on but I remember body slamming this dude inside the playground. Shit, he was picking <laughs> my little brother. I seen him, he pushed my little brother off like the monkey bars, bro. I think I just, that was wrestling was still on, eh? I just grabbed <laughs> him, fucking su- suplexing him off the, I was going to say oh. the top rope. But I suplexed him off the park, like, because there's this bark level here and on the ground. Shit. Yeah, shit, man. I was, and that's funny that you say that you were the bully, you know? Yeah, I, I didn't have an older brother to uh, look out for me. <laughs> I didn't have a little, like, an older brother to look out for me. Bro, but, how uh, big you are, bro. I'm surprised people bully you. No, nah, I wasn't... What, did you think I was this big at nine? <laughs> <laughs> island genes. You know how islanders, they, like, they grow... <laughs> we grow faster than... Nah, man, I only, like, I kind of... I think my growth spurt or whatever was, like, after 18. Around 17, 18. When I started, I guess, growing... And filling out whatever that means. Filling out your framing. Something like that. Yeah, whatever that means. But no. Yeah, because I had like I had like a girly face and long hair. My mom used to put my hair in like she gave me pink hair ties. Like my mom didn't help at all. She gave me like she put me in a ponytail. Like a pink hair tie at both the top and bottom. Or she put me in two. You know those like the Pippi long stockings? No yeah. no no not like Pippi long stocking, but like two Halloween. Yeah, yeah, like that. Uh, let's not talk about Harley Quinn right now. Harley Quinn. <laughs> but yeah, the, um, your picks, your top three is... Yeah, Naruto has always got a soft... I always, always got a soft spot for Naruto. Naruto. Um, Naruto. Who was your second? Your second was... Mom's Pain. 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 Oh, yeah, he was... Yeah, but man, when, if, when you watch an anime and you kind of like start agreeing with the... The, the bad guy? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the villain? The bad guy? Wait, did I cut out there for a bit? No. Yeah, you did. No. Oh, yeah, you uh, did. <laughs> my finger went to sleep mode. I don't think I touched my mouse for a bit. Um, yeah, that that made me really think what what, what Pain was saying and stuff. So mm. it was like sort of like a realistic sort of... Uh, like the stuff that he was talking about. Like how philosophical, philosophical he was in that. Mm-hmm. And how you could be like kind of relate to what he was saying or kind of feel why he did the things he did. Mm. Um, and Hashima, Harashima, Harishima, Hashirama, Hashirama. Man, what, what, what's going on? It's like Hashirama. when you said, like, like our last podcast, we were saying, like, Yagami, like, like Yagami, <laughs> like Yagami. <laughs> <laughs> you, you watch your anime and sub, man. I'm surprised that bashing out all the English pronouns. Hey, man, they don't go around calling each other by their full names. You know, they use pronouns. 
Alright. They say their names like once in the beginning. After that, I forget it. Alright, guys. Alright. And plus, I always get confused because in um, Hiroshima and Hiroshima, like, there's one way that's the proper way of saying it, and there's one yeah. way of saying it wrong. So that always the proper like, way. What's the proper way of saying it? That's, that's a good question, and I forgot. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question, I forgot. No, yeah. I, I think it's um Hiroshima. It's Hiroshima. Hiroshima. <laughs> no, I think it's honestly. I think it's. I it's think it's Hi Hiroshima. It's Hiroshima. Okay, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. Man, just rolled his tongue and made it sound. Big. Hiroshima. <laughs> All right, moving on to our second lot of subjects in the anime. Still in the anime talks, and that is our favorite moment, Naruto. We can name one, and I'll sh we can quickly have a little look at it. But your your favorite and your favorite anime moment in Naruto. It may change. It may change down the line. You know, whenever you guys, we might end up doing another podcast where you guys uh, recorrect your choices. But this moment has to stand out to you. It has to. You can't have to think about it. It has to just, as I say, favorite moment. Boom, come to your head. And no, Inzo, it's not when Naruto does his harem jutsu. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, man. When he does his boy one eh? <laughs> Yeah, man. Shit, that's why I'm, I'm keen on it. <clears throat> so we'll start with Simba. Simba, what is your favorite moment? Oh, man. Off the top of my head. Um, when Sasuke finds out. Favorite moment. Favorite moment. Sasuke finds out. About Itachi. That's like, that's gonna be hard to. I don't think any, oh, bro. You, you can't like. I think I've said this before in our podcast, or we've just talked about it. But you go through all of Naruto and almost like one third of Shippuden, thinking that Itachi's like this villain, like this real bad guy that fuck he deserves to die. Scum like wiped out all his village and left his brother to live. Blah 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 blah. And yes. you have no hint, no idea whatsoever. That this guy actually had like very, very like valid like reason behind what he did. I was like, "Fuck!" I was just blown away, man. That's if we have, uh, it, every time anyone asks me what's my favorite moment now, so that's the first one that comes to mind. And it's just because it was like a I don't know, man. It's like it just it just went upside down. The whole Naruto for me just went upside down. I just couldn't make sense of like couldn't really make sense of it to be honest. And I'm pretty much that's how. I think like that's how Sasuke felt because he didn't even believe in himself too until um, Obito told him, Toby. So I was just like, "Fuck, man, that's shit." I, I can't, I can't. There's no words they can describe it because it was just like uh, the only way that I can describe it is like you're looking at something that you've you've thought made sense for like almost how many episodes, and all of a sudden it just gets flipped upside down. And like this whole time he touched you with like the good guy. And like, you know, everything after that, it like it was really cool. Like even the even the part when um Sasuke and Itachi fight together to beat um Kabuto. Mm. Like that was cool, man. And like, you know, Sasuke got to say his piece and he got to see his brother for, you know, who he really was. And that just played into it as well. So that is one of my that is the my most favourite moment in Naruto. Is that one? That was, that was fire. Mm. We will detour here to check it out. Nice. Um, let, me, let me look for a dub version. 
It's his eyes. He can shot a gun activated while he did that. Extreme emotions, that's why. <laughs> Loss Just... of respect. It's, 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 here's the reason why. It's because the dub, a lot of the sub versions, they are the ones that kind of, you know, people have to cut it into pieces. Ah, uh, yeah. Together just so they can get past the YouTube algorithm. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Alrighty then. Elevator music. Hi, yeah. <laughs> さあ。よし。ね。よし。さる。さる。もう何を言っても無駄なようだな。あんたを見かけた時、トビア断層の言ったことが本当なのかどうか。確かめたいとあんたについてきた。だが確かめられたのはそれだけじゃなかった。あんたといると昔を思い出す。兄を慕っていた。幼い日の気持ちをな。だからこそなんだ。昔のような仲の良かった俺たち兄弟に近づけば
肝臓に右目を奪われた奴は俺を信用していないなりふり構うことなく自分のやり方で里を守るつもりだおそらく左目も狙われるその前にこの目はお前に渡す死水頼めるのは親友のお前だけだ Man, the way he pulled his eye, his eye out just naturally. What a beast! Real chat. No, I yawning the kiddo, eh? Sorry, your cockmate or not a man. Say, can or dash you through Tomorinada? Uchi have a conohano gakzok to stay, so dan cesaro and Kohar Mote. Ketron Isumuna. Scotch Hilden. December's boy. Uchiha is the Kua, no Tomaranu. Narabakunango Saker Tamino. Fucking dog, man. Bro, he was. There was nothing to like about him. そして互いの暗部が手を組み背後から奇襲をかければすぐ終わるウチハはかつての戦友力ではなく言葉で話しかけたいわしが策を考えるイタチ少しでもいいできる限り時間稼ぎをしてくれ三代目はああ言っているがいざとなればこの葉を守るため動くやつはそういう男だそうなればあのヒルゼンに行って他にどうしてたのかの処置を取らざるを得ないのかなのかクーデターが起こった時点でドナミチウチハは全滅する運命にある何も知らぬお前の弟も含めてなだがクーデター前なら弟だけは助かる道もあることが起こってしまえば弟も全てを知ることになろうこの葉のシナリオにより一度、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてみれば、見せてああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、But Indira is the smarter, he was the one considered the more.、Uh, yeah, shit, I know what you mean. Fuck, that's pretty cool. Fuck, man. Sasuke could have been like him, Itachi,、mm. but he was just too emotional. Like, look at Itachi, bro. Cold stare, bro. Just. あんた、あの子の葉の警備を。え、これはオビトえ、これはオビト。いや。それからあんたの行動を調べ。ブラ、このやつはマスターのプランだ。ブラ、これはマスターのプランだ。ブラ、これはマスターのプランだ。ブラ
そうか。お前は向こうに着いたか。父さん。母さん。ファ。俺は。分かってるわ。イタチ。イタチ。最後に約束しろ。サスケのことは頼んだぞ。分かっている。恐れるな。それがお前の決めた道だろ。ブラ、ストップ<笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑>俺は全ての真実を語った。もう二度と。俺はお前にいつも許せと嘘をつき、この手でお前のことをずっと遠ざけてきた。お前を巻き込みたくはなかった。だが今はこう思う。お前は父を母を打ち歯を変えることができたか
that, that's that's a great scene. Yeah, you normally have a lot to say. I'm surprised that. Just... <laughs> you protect your sibling just just to protect protect your sibling. You like kill off the whole village. I forgot that to um Obito helped Itachi. Yeah, he would have got a rat. I apparently, he actually helped because he would have. Yeah, shit. The rest of the Uchiha would have overpowered him by himself. Mm. But no, because his dad was really strong. Fugaku was actually he was kind of. Uh, who had a someone had a suggestion for him to become the next Hokage just to keep the tensions like yeah but he was and really strong like really 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 strong apparently he could control the nine tail day yeah they they feared that he was going to use that power to control the was to to destroy the leaf village mm. but that wasn't what the dad and him just wanted equal treatment yeah hard. Let's, you know let's move on to keep we feel somber right now because that was pretty <laughs> the somber moment seeing that is to Enzo what is your favorite moment in Naruto history man this I have a lot of favorite moments but I guess I was, oh. I was tossing up between tossing up between two of them and um I'm gonna go with this one uh you know when Hinata finally gets a chance to tell Naruto that she loves him and mm. then she like almost dies like pain gets her and and naruto finally just like he breaks yeah, and he turns into, like yeah yeah he goes into like the eight tails like right away yeah yeah and that, that that to me i was like oh my gosh is this him kind of like i don't know if it was because he couldn't save her or if this was confirming that like you know he felt like, the oh same. my gosh yeah he had like an inkling of the same feelings mm. and like you know it, I was like, oh, because I've always been like, that was always my favorite uh, uh, relationship. Mm. Only because like, you know, sometimes I feel like I was the Hinata in situations. <laughs> you know, you like someone, but and you try to do all these things for someone and hopefully they, they'll return the, the feelings. Sort of yeah. Thing. Yeah. But that, that was my favorite moment. That whole, uh, when Hinata comes to uh, protect Naruto to prove mm. that like how much she really likes him. And then, you know, that whole, and then Naruto goes all rage mode after pains, like, you have to learn what it feels like to lose or loss or whatever. Because yeah. pain says something, if I remember right. Um, what does pain say? Oh, no, I think he, like, he told Naruto he has to experience loss or something. Oh, to know peace. To know pain. You... To know yeah, peace. To know peace, you, you, should, know... you should know pain. Oh, true so, peace, you know, true pain. Oh, I posted on Anish Gaming. Yeah. Ago. To know true peace, you must know true pain. Is that what he says? Is that the line he says to Naruto? Probably. Like here? Does he? St oh, I, I, could, I could be wrong. Anyways, English yeah. stuff. Bruh, because the sub is like chopped. It's not the same. <laughs> if, I see, if I hear English, I'm just going to be like, uh. I changed my mind. No, just... <laughs> just uh, I changed my mind. It'll be this one. I think it's that one, yeah. This one? Yeah. <laughs> Pain, 
お前は聞こみ目を持ったらいけんお前は四円の子じゃうさいカエルだ<笑>てめえそろそろお前を連れて行くナルトくんにはもう手を出させない。増援か。なんで出てきたんだってばよ。早く逃げろ。お前さ、そいつや。ここに立っているのは私の意志。今度は私がナルトくんを助けるの。ナルトくんが私を変えてくれた。ナルト
Yeah. Uh, can you full screen it, Enzo? Oh, shucks. ちょうどこんな風になったか。俺の両親もお前らこの葉の忍びに目の前で殺された。目の前で。愛情があるからこそ。犠牲が生まれ。憎しみが生まれ。痛みを知ることが。できる。What the bruh? That's another intense scene. I didn't even know pain was that ruthless from that specific scene. Shit. Fine, you know these scenes that we're sharing, man, it's like they they can be both favorite and saddest. <laughs> fuck, that was pretty sad, but that was the, the thing was it wasn't like a um like a lingering sadness because you know Naruto rages out. But man, yeah. when I first saw that 
and I thought I thought that was it for Hinata. I was like, no, I don't want to watch Naruto, never ever again. If she <laughs> dies, that's it for me. You won't. I'm never well, watching this again. Sip, <laughs> sip, sip, sip. all day for Hinata. It was either he didn't. If he didn't give it Hinata, then it had to be Tsunade. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> bro, you're, you're you're coming out in full force, bro. You need to lock up some of your friends, man. Shit. Oh, you should, I should clip that. I'm gonna clip that. Dude, what you <laughs> see was like, yeah, and then wait, what? <laughs> Nani? <laughs> Nani? Fine. Oh, this guy always gives me crap when we're what? at Armageddon, bro. Bro, like a bro, Eric's Hercule Enzo is pervy sage. Done. But Hercule's not a perv. You know, Hercule's kind of like. like, I know. Walks around showing his chest ears. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much me. TVH man. Bro, he does, bro. That's Hercule. He just walks around with that brown like karate uh karate uniform. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like just like Hercule, <laughs> bro. He stays prepared, bro. Man, he stays prepared. Bro, can we watch I a clip of Hercule? You know, you know, it's funny. Like Hercule had um Videl, right? Yeah. Who was yeah. the mom? Huh? They never show that. Who was Videl's mom? I actually don't know. Because obviously, obviously Videl didn't get her looks from Hercule. You know. Kind of looks like Chi-Chi sure. a little bit, to be honest. Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! Nah, so you say, I'm you Gohan look, has, so Gohan up. has like a mother complex. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know. It kind of looks like who does without look like then in the in the DBZ world? That's the only person I think she looks like. Or without looks like a Saiyan to me. Oh, it's the eyes, eh? The eyes. Yeah. Are, um... Yam Yamcha looks like a Saiyan. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Yamcha, bro. Yam, Yamcha knows how to do Kamehameha. <laughs> I think Yajirobe is more useful than Yamcha. Bro, Mr. Popo is more useful. <laughs> you need, you need Sensu beans and Yajirobe cut Vegeta's tail. Sensu. Jihade. Yeah. Oh, clutch. That's a clutch moment right there. That was a good scene, bro. I don't have anything to say against it. Yeah, me neither. I think all that done was just kind of. I just relived that exact moment again. But weird thing, I never got the reaction you got. I was more sad that like Naruto was gonna die. Oh, okay. I, well, the thing, cause like you know, I, I kind of like yeah. I I think I did, I sent for Hinata. I wanted that relationship to go through. You want you wanted that, a relationship. With... You wanted a relationship. Yeah. Well, you know, I thought I was Naruto, and I was like, no. <laughs> you know, cause I always thought Hinata was better looking than like the artwork was better than Sakura. That that was just based on thing and just the way that she was always like um simping for naruto yeah like she didn't like it wasn't and she was pure about her feelings even mm. though she was shy about it she yeah, she true. knew that she like you know she loved she was in love with him and then like you know that further proved the point so that's why i was like damn and the fact that naruto just felt like useless at that that you know pivotal moment and then like the, the scene after that is he just rages and that that's why that's my favorite scene it's just, uh, yeah to see him rage like that otherwise if he didn't react the way he did then i would have been like damn she was nothing to you oh, bro. and then that would have been a sad moment for me he's dumb bro it wasn't until you seen him uh the the what's the movie that talked about that that kind of showed off the relationship a little bit was it the last moon or last movie the last dance 
Oh, yeah. Um, when Hinata gets kidnapped by the Otsutsuki um, yeah. guy. And that's where you kind of see them play in a lot more emotions. Mm. Yeah, it's called Naruto The Last, I think. The Last movie, yeah. yeah. Before he becomes... Hokage. Before he gets his, uh, uh, what is it? No, no, before, I think it's after he passes the tuning exam. Before oh, yeah. Can, uh, journey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he's still going, like, technically, they had to go by, it was funny, because I knew, I knew something like this would happen, like, they wouldn't skip him all the way up to Jonin, or Junin, so he had to go through the test, it's crack up, because Kakashi tells, Kakashi tells him, Yeah. remember, because yeah. he's like Hokage, and Kakashi's like, uh, you're technically still a genin, so, <laughs> so you have to, uh, yeah, he's still technically, yeah, he was still a genin, even during the war, eh? Hmm. And he fought like, against, yeah. uh, what's his name, Konu, Konuhamaru? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny because it's like Bro, that's one of my favorite of like, that's one of my favorite yeah, fights. Yeah. It's it's a cool fight, but it's just crack up how he has to fight his disciple. Yeah. So like this little crack- like Naruto is like this what like almost Konohamaru. eighteen and he has to fight like this twelve year old. It's, it's just to me it's hilarious. Konohamaru's glow up from Naruto all the way up to Boruto. Bro, when he has to remember when his team has to fight that the alien looking dude? Yeah. And this yeah. is when he uses his Rasengan. Yeah. Bruh. Gee, oh, that was bad, eh? Bro, let's watch that. Let's just watch it for <laughs> Konohamaru. Remember, Kono- remember, listen to this. Remember, somebody, I said back then, like ages ago, that I said that Konohamaru was going to be the next Hokage. Yeah. I was just going to ask, that was one of the questions I was going to ask. Do you, think, do you think he's capable of being the next Hokage? Yeah, bro. He has yeah. a temperament for it. Mm. I, I, reckon he, I reckon he will. Who was Konohamaru versus... Just go Konohamaru, oh, I don't know. Bro, his Rasengan was fucking lit, bro. When I seen him use that, I was like, that gave me, yeah, here's the one. Is it the one? It's the one where he fights that alien. Oh, that's right here, this one, this one, this one right here. Bro, Konohamaru, just, you can definitely tell that this guy's going to be something special, man. I still crack up when, you know, Tsunada is coming back to the village, right? But Konohamaru isn't over the whole like death of his um his grandfather, eh? Yeah. Oh, his grandfather yeah, was yeah, a third. Yeah. And then yeah, he yeah. like he bumps into Tsunade and it was just cracked up because he's like it smells like clouds and stuff. I was like, man, this this anime is so funny. <laughs> I don't know if they censored it in um US though. Well maybe they did. Oh this fight, yeah. Bruh, he's legit in this fight. Ooh. Is that Jugo? I'm not too sure. It... From Sasuke's Hawk clan or something? Falcon? Mm. That's not it. Nah, uh, this is from Boruto. No, no, you know how they all grew up? Um, I'm not too sure. And I think so. I could be wrong. That's not like Hugo, it's Jugo. Hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, bore it, you little pussy. <laughs> oh. Rasengan. Look at that, bro. Jeez. Wow. Yes. That reminds me when um Naruto uses uses a Rasengan gun for the first time. Do you remember that? <laughs> bro, his it was like weak. Eh? He had hmm. to have like another his jutsu like kind of cultivated for me, was it? His clone. Yeah, his clone. No, 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 not that one. Like when he uses it properly. Who does he like, use it on? Uh, I think was it Kabuto or Orochimaru? Remember the Tsunade? Oh, to save Tsunade, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah, it was on yeah. Kabuto. Oh man. And then Kabuto was like, you know, Nani? And then, yeah, the whole. Shit. To get back on topic, boys, we enjoy that a lot because we are Konohamaru fans and we advocate for his, <laughs> for his uh, ascension to the Hokage 2050, <laughs> whenever that may be. Um, moving on to my favorite moment in Naruto. To be honest, I'm kind of torn between this, but this is the first thing that comes to mind. I like the aspect of it because it ties relationships together. And my favorite moment in Naruto, I'm not necessarily, I can't really consider it Naruto, but it has my favorite character in it. And it's that is when Naruto and Sasuke fight uh, the Otsutsuki, when they finally like link up and they're like, Naruto's like, let's go Sasuke. And they just, then that's when Boruto, the little snothead, like realizes that, brah, my dad is, a legit fucking badass that's this and because i'm an advocate for the i'm the president of Ruto haters this moment here i was i would kind of appreciate it because he finally appreciated his dad you know mm. the boruto fanboys out there can appreciate the fact that his dad is a legendary fucking boss so he's a <laughs> chad naruto is a chad up there of Sinbad. all right my friends let's let's do this Oh fuck, I love this one. Yeah, hard. Dota! He wearing a dad's jacket. Man, this is the, the animation here is cleaning. Ah, oh, man. That's fire. Look at this. Ooh, going hand to hand. Sasuke is only using one arm. Doing Sasuke things. Mm. <laughs> 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 
Ah, oh, man. Shit. Just that scene is. It should be when he actually turns into. I think you guys know which part I'm talking about. Is the part that, you know. Sasuke. The first, the first time they, they had a fight? This is the continuation of this fight. Oh, when... remember he. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that part. Wait, let me see. This part. You guys like dub day. This is the one. This is the one? Yeah, this is the one. Giant ass fist. Mm. Oh. He looks like a like a ninja turtle without the shell. Oh, he doesn't. Yeah. Wow, this is bad, man. Two chads, man. Seriously. <laughs> you know, you know the funny thing that always makes me laugh about this is that like all these big fights they do had mm. nothing to do with being ninjas. <laughs> yeah, true. Eh? <sighs> like all the ninja stuff was like all the you know the secret missions, Ambu. Ambu, yeah. Like the black, yeah, the black ops Ambu team, all the um, 
like anyone that you didn't know that was doing stuff. That, that yeah. to me, like, you know, that's what you thought ninjas was, but this changed. <laughs> this changed everything. <laughs> Power ninjas. Yeah, that is my favorite moment from Naruto. Only because you finally see a relationship blossom. To see Sasuke and, and just to see Sasuke and your boy Naruto work as a team like that, man, it was, it was awesome. Mm. I thought you were going to bring up the, um, the uh, first time they fight. Nah, because Naruto lost and that made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad yeah, that's right. But yeah, shit, that was, this is cool because you get to see him fight in his Hokage. Like, man, it's just, I hate the fact that in Boruto they kind of just water down Naruto and he's not really like a, this, like, massive figure who's like, but I mean, that's not, he's, he's, he's a cheerful Chad. So moving on, my friends, to our last topic, I was going to go the second topic, but our podcast is, is trending a little bit longer than usual. So our last one will be our childhood gaming memories. And for childhood gaming memories, gaming, in a sense, has kind of shaped the lads here at Nisian's Nisian Nisian's family. And the thing is, is that gaming has always been intertwined with anime and also the things that we enjoy as hobbies here in our here in our little gaming community. So, gaming as a as a child was kind of set the platform for us to gamers that we are now. And there are certain moments during our gaming childhood that stood out to us. So I'd like to ask Simba, Simba, what is your childhood gaming memory that you remember the most? Fuck, man, I have so many. Eh? Shit, so it has many. to be one that stands out to you. I think the first one that comes to mind, obviously, is the one that stands out to most. Us, um, but I remember, I think I was either nine or eight, one of those two. Um, I think the PS One was around out then, eh? Was it? Yeah, yeah. PS1 and was, just before the two thousands, it was yeah. The PS One, uh, yeah, it was definitely. It came out earlier than that. Oh yeah, yeah, it did come out before. Yeah, two thousand. Um, bro, I remember this this one time that um, because we used to, bro, me, my brother, and my cousin, like we used to uh, rent out like a lot of games from the video store, United Video. Um, mm-hmm. but like in the weekend, like I'd always go over to my cousin's house because um, my, that's where my brother used to stay because um, yeah. he had looked after my. Uh, my grandparents when they were still around so pretty much every weekend was over there um in Onehanga um you know hiring out video games on Friday Friday night mm. and then returning them on like Sunday um that's, that's when I'd go home but bro, it's funny as because like um me and my cousin um me and her we we got out Crash Bandicoot 3 I think 3 or 2 one of us was not first it was Either three or two, because I remember you had to go through these portals. I just just forgot which one it was. Um, And I think there was two. Two. They all had portals, right? I think. Oh, I think it's. Oh no, it was two. It's two. It's two two warped. Two. No. uh, Yeah, yeah. Two is warped, and you walk through the time gate like. uh, Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, 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 it is two. Yeah. So, so what what happened was that me and my cousin were playing this, but um, we didn't have a memory card, so we couldn't (laughs) save the game. Shit, man! Like, and we. We stayed up, um, I think Friday night. Like we, we had some, we had some snacks in, and we played like our other games. And I think it's not until like four in the morning on Saturday morning, like we played Crash Bandicoot. We started playing it, and we were playing, 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 playing. And then um, I think it got to like around the almost afternoon on Saturday. Mm. Still awake, or like you know, you're a little kids, you got a lot of energy. And we're like, man, are you hungry? And like, yeah, yeah, hungry. So but they stayed down around for the countdown, um, and on the hunger. So we're like, oh, bro, we're just. Because I think we're up to the last gate 
and we wanted to clock it and just be like, yeah, fuck, to say that we clocked how, it. How old were you this time? I was like nine, bro. My cousin was like, uh, oh, she's five years older than me, like 14. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so we, we were playing and they were like, bro, I really want to clock this game. I thought, oh, yeah, we'll pause it and we'll walk down to Countdown, grab ourselves snacks and then come back. It was like probably a 15-minute walk. Oh, man. We went, we went to we went to cut that, got our snacks, came back, bro. So happy to play and fuck. Yeah. Bro, we found out my granddad was like, because my granddad's like one of those guys, man, if he sees a light on, bro, he'll turn it off and if no one's like, you know, waste, wasting the power and stuff, bro, yeah. my granddad just like turned off the PS1. <laughs> oh, no. Bro, PS1, yeah. Yeah, we're just sitting there for our snacks, like eating, like having a little crowd, like, fuck, we're almost finished, man. <laughs> Wait, did they have memory cards back up there? They did, but um, but we didn't hire it, like, because you could hire memory cards, and then what you could do is that you could just put it in and just delete whatever, because you know the video store didn't care. Um, sometimes you're lucky. They were pretty expensive as well, eh? Oh yeah, back then. Yeah, I think they cost as much as a controller. Bro, yeah, they were only like eight megabytes. Bro, that's amazing, man. They said it on the card. Crazy. Bro, I was just so sad, man. So sad. We didn't even play it, bro. We didn't. We we're like, nah, stuff. We're just gonna eat and just gonna go sleep. <laughs> it's too disheartening, eh? Bro, it is. Man. All that hard work, man. And then oh, dun, dun. See, we, oh, that man. is disheartening. We're the last one, the last gate. So we had to play like about four more levels till we finished that gate. Oh, it's just like shit, man. Fuck. But have you clocked it, though? I've clocked it. I've clocked it. I, I yeah. made sure I <laughs> did justice to my nine year old self and. Made sure I finished it, but that's that's like to me out of all the Crash Bandicoots, yeah, that Warped Two, the Crash Bandicoot Two is the most memorable one to me as well. Mm. Out of all, that's funny. But yeah, man, that's probably my number one gaming memory, man. Cause shit, I was so so unhappy, man. Fuck. <laughs> Bro, did you step out your granddad? <laughs> Bro, I went to him. I was like, why did you turn it off? And he's like, you guys are wasting. He's saying, speaking tongue, and of course, he's like, you guys are wasting power leaving that thing on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what most parents say. Like, yeah, parents. bro, he was ruthless, man. Just turned up. Oh, I don't know. There's no equality in this house. So Hard ah, man. I am the law. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's mine. That's mine. Damn, man. Yeah, I would have. I think I would have just had a cry. Bro, if I keep, like if I saw that and like all that hard work, no save. It would just been the. Bro, we're cry. <laughs> we're crying, man. We had like our. It's funny because um, at that time, like roll ups were like a thing. Yeah, yeah. But we had our like you know roll ups and we wrapped it around our phone. We we're just like um, eating our roll ups from there, and we we're just like having a big sulk. Like, oh man, we almost finished. Because you can't you can't get angry at your like your whoever it's in. Nah, of course not. For oh, man, it would have been those like those. Bro, not like today, internal. man. Kids have Ugh. no fear like talking back to their parents or grandparents. But man, back then, if my yeah, since my granddad turned it off, we're just like nah, fuck. Just don't make a big deal out of it, man. Just <laughs> keep it to ourselves and just. <laughs> you were the Hadogan, bro. If you spoke to him. You went to your room and tried to what? slam your door, but you like stopped it from like, yeah. slamming shut. Slam it. And you were punching the area. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the remote. You got the remote lying on the. <laughs> <laughs> bro, the oh, clip. They're like you went to your closet and tried to teleport. <laughs> That's the funniest clip I've ever oh, seen. I'm man. running away. I'm running away and never coming back. Bro, we gotta you watch that clip before up. we finish. Do you, well, you know what made me crack up hard in that clip was when he went under the. He was fully clothed. Yeah. 
He Close. goes under the blanket and he comes out and he's not in like he's in his underwear. I was just like, what the heck did you do under there? And it just went like, oh, that was too funny. I've never seen anyone rage like that over nothing. Bro, what was it? Said, World of Warcraft like, Day or something? Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. But see, the thing is, he was yelling and shouting. The thing is, Island. Man, if you if, did if, that, if you went and they heard but, you shouting for the bro, <laughs> bro, they <I'm> you. Bro. <laughs> what? You know the worst thing, Four the worst thing about that of getting a hiding was the whole hey shh, be quiet stop crying, but like it was, you got like the biggest hiding in your life and you're trying to hold back the tears. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? Fuck. Oh, that was like traps galore. It's like why are you crying? And when you answered, it's like because you hit what? what? Why are you still crying? Because you hit me. I never cried like that, bro. Dang. Bro, you had to. You must have never got a hiding. <laughs> Oh, you never got hurting. Nah, <laughs> stay in, bro. Just. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> now, now it's a different story, bro. The parents try to hit you now. <laughs> Anyways, second comes up. Moving on to uh, Enzo's <laughs> favorite gaming moment as a child. What's your favorite gaming moment as a child? Man, I, I, I think this will probably is what introduced me into gaming. So this this is like man this is back in the 90s uh we just moved into the states so i i don't know what gaming is at all i never had an interest in like tvs and that my whole thing as a little kid was like legos and whatnot mm. so when we were staying with my uncle in america i had a nintendo system but i didn't know what it was because mm. they only bring out the nintendo like the nintendo on the weekends so you know during the week you had to go to school and all that nonsense and then um, my dad my dad was playing it was, it was, it was weird to me because my dad was playing and he was playing that uh duck the duck shoot game oh yeah on the nintendo and it, like i was amazed i was like what is this how are you doing that like i, I didn't know how he was like shooting the ducks on the screen and that and then yeah, that's what that's pretty much what i think that's my like my earliest what was the question like favorite gaming childhood moment yeah childhood your memory. most memorable most memorable that, game yeah that, that to me will probably be my most memorable as a child because then like after that i started like you know starting to want to play video games all the time mm. but was that it was that to me it was just magical seeing like someone point at the screen and like the screen interacting mm. and i thought it was just maze balls it was it was cool and then he played the um he went from playing that to playing i think the first those airplane games you know the ones where you shoot the like, like you, shoot, you go through it yeah like it's like, a, it's like an arcade like an mm. arcade type Oh, yeah. And I, I saw him play it all the way through. I remember he beat it, and then it just took him back to the first level. And I remember his reaction was like, what the F? <laughs> I played all of that for this? Yeah, and then, yeah. like, I was like, wait, what's wrong? Like, what happened? This, like, you know, I didn't understand at the time, but now I understood the, the struggle of what gaming was like back then. So that's, that's probably my most favorite, my introduction to gaming. Like, discovering gaming as a young dude, life-changing. Mm. Yeah. Also, I couldn't play. I wasn't allowed to play. I was too young. How old were you? <laughs> I think I, I would have been like five, 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 six at the time. Five young to play video games. Kids nowadays play when they like the iPads. When when oh, Nintendo's true. expensive. <laughs> when Nintendo's expensive and they don't like think you you're gonna handle properly. Mm. Yeah. Wait, but... was this the original NES? Mm. Bro, the two, but the A, B, the the gun, the orange gun. That's mm. the box here, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I like. I never got a chance. I never owned that that Nintendo. But man, a lot of 
a lot of gamers that was their first console that was my first the console original nesa mm. only because my brother had one he got one after the after he left high school uh newer newer how yeah. how much older is newer than you like 15 years older than me oh snap mm. that makes sense yeah and so how he... old is um is rodney Rodney still looks young. Nineteen years. Oh, is Rodney older than newer? Yeah, I think he's a nineteen or twenty-one years older. Yeah. TBH. Oh, older than me. Older than me. Sorry. Yeah, he, he doesn't look as age. Eh? Tbh. It's nah, nah, bro. It's because he keeps going to the gym and. Yeah. Yeah. Undercover, undercover pump day. <laughs> you can tell under his t-shirt, brother. That dude built man, but he <laughs> he was a powerlifter. Eh? You're saying. Yeah, he still holds down like my... records as well for powerlifting. Me? But like, yeah, we got like all his trophies like all stashed yeah, away. But bro, he yeah, he went through like a phase when he was a teenager. He just all he did was eat like heaps of chicken, heaps of eggs, and tuna, and just pumping weights of damn bodybuilders diet. Bro, hard. that's pretty much it. Yeah, just missing the what broccoli Jack. and um, sweet potatoes. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I think they probably had that too, but. Bro, yeah, man. I wish I took after my brother. Shit. <laughs> One day. You're the most skacks. Marcy. <laughs> I wish I could play the guitar. Fuck. Marcy. Bro, um, so Ricky Simple, what's your uh, most memorable uh, gaming uh, <laughs> gaming moment, man? <laughs> I'm the one who makes the cues on me. So, 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 tell me why. Fuck. <laughs> 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 nah, I reckon, Tana, you're pretty like shit. I remember the first thing I, I, I remember about you when I first met you, or the first, no, not when I first met you, the first time I first saw you mm. was at uni and you were with a guitar. Don't That's lie the on the. Oh, I'm bro. Not... <laughs> look, hey, look, there's the real one. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to play something? Go say something okay, so I can play this. Oh, if, you, if you play Despacito, bro, I'm banning you. <laughs> Despacito. Go play it and I'll sing it. <laughs> then Eric can just sit there and... Play us like one. Play us like a small tune. I can't hear it. can't, can't hear anything. Oh. Can you hear it now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for Eric to uh, say his line so I can. <laughs> I don't even know how to play. I only know how to play like one song. I stopped yeah, learning ages ago. I feel like he sucked as guitar player whenever he comes on. <laughs> God. <laughs> That was legit. Uh, moving on to my favorite gaming moment. My favorite gaming moment is uh, similar to their kids' gaming moment. But me and my little brother, our first console together was Super Nintendo. Back then, you can play. You know how Super Nintendo, like uh, the games are all on cartridges, and you plug in one cartridges, and it had like ten different games. And mm. these were the ones where you had to. You played Super. What's the Super Mario where he has the tail? Uh, three. It's three. Yeah, three. Yeah. I, I remember we were playing three. And me and my little brother, you know how you can two player and one, like if you die, then Luigi has a turn. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. My brother was Luigi and thing was Mario. And I remember 
because my brother like he like to eventually pass through the game right you your brother your second player had to he kind of had to complete the level as well like if you were if you didn't if you died it was luigi's turn to try to complete the level but he kept dying i was like bruh not getting anywhere with my little brother. so what i done was that i took off the you know how you can connect the, the cord onto the <laughs> you connect wow, it onto the see. console i took off his cord and then i just left it on mine and i just played and we eventually beat the game but that's it's funny because the whole time he he thought that he was playing it wow. <laughs> that's what earliest gave me gave me deception <laughs> the <laughs> but but that's what you do right like like you know how normally your little cousin doesn't want to play you're like piss off so you give him a controller and it's not connected. Yeah. And I remember my brother, like, he, he didn't realize this, but eventually, I think it was the week after that he played. And because you know how your my mom, like, she's smart. She knew, man, this kid here, Eric, is, you know, he's bullshit artist. So I got a hiding the very next week. Shame. Shame. Super Nintendo was probably the best. I'd say is the most iconic console to me. What's your guys' most iconic console? Iconic? Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me. Shoot. Your Game Boy. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Bro. The amount of hours. The original one, the like the the fat grey one. Nah, 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 nah. I had the the minute of the no 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 the one in between. It's it was blue. like a you could get like red or blue. You could get oh, the, okay, like red yeah. and blue ones. Yeah. Yeah. It was still black. It was still oh, black and white. Game Boy it was... Pocket. Yeah, Game Boy Pocket. Yeah, that was my one. Yeah. I didn't have that was the my first Game Boy too. Yeah, it was the red you one. You couldn't save. Eh? I know the first um no, first you... Game Boy you could you couldn't save. Oh, the first one. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Like when you play Super Mario, it was like the first game. Yeah, you are talking about the everything. white and purpley one, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The purple it was just like black, black screen. I was like, kind of like Tetris. Yeah. What this fucking cheap ass handheld Tetris console? Hand oh open. man, and it had a thousand and one games on it. Those are fire and, though. Uh, they were fun to play, but then the first one hundred games was like the same thing. What games did you play on your Game Boy, Simba? Bro, the only game that mattered, man. Digimon. Fuck off. <laughs> Pokemon Red. That was my was first, first Pokemon. One? Pokemon Red was the first, or was it Pokemon? I can't remember. Red and Blue came out first, and then Yellow came out afterwards. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No. He's right because I ended up getting a Game Boy Color after, but that was with the that was the Pokemon Yellow edition. Mm. But bro, my my Red Pokemon oh Game Boy Pocket man was because you had to you couldn't charge it, you had to use batteries. Batteries, yeah. Oh, like every time, because my mom and dad used to do shopping like uh, twice a week, eh? Like, um, and bro, I used to, like, I used to make sure I try and make my batteries last, like, every trip, because I always used to buy like a four pack of like double A batteries. They were expensive <laughs> batteries back then, eh? Yeah, bro, big time. So I never, Especially like, as a young kid. I never, like, like, no, my mom and dad got my lunch and stuff, you know, seems to make me sandwiches and like fruit and all that, and, like, little, like, um, the snacks and roll-ups and stuff but but I, like you know how kids normally go in there they want something else bro i just went straight to the batteries because the, they had like the battery side like bro let's grab one yeah this is what i want and they're like yeah cool <laughs> bro, bro grab the 10 pack 
um, you know, you know the the gym leaders, and then uh, the elite four. Like you can keep versing them over and over again, and you can get different Pokemon to the Hall of Fame. Fuck, grinding this... aspect, grinding aspect. I I, I don't disagree. It mm. was a much more grindier, and I think in terms of personal experience, you did feel a sense of accomplishment because the game did make you do things to enhance your experience, like leveling up your Pokemon. But oh. Super Mario World, you jump okay, on wait, your, wait, wait, wait. your brothers and what? let's let's ask this. Super Mario, right? What's your favorite level? And it can't be the first level no, from Super Mario favorite. World One. Super Mario is when they is it when they enter the ghosts, or it's when you enter things castle. Bowser's castle, under castle, underworld, castle. You enter enter his castle, and then you have to, yeah. You enter the castle, and then you're you're going through the dungeon, and that's when you first run into the like the you fall into the fire, and it's got like the spinning, like oh, fire sword. That's like the end of every world. Eh? The first that, time I came across that, the first one. From, it's that or the ghost, one. or when you first meet the ghosts, like the there's that kind of spooky level. Remember that one? And then the ghosts, they look like, um, there's so many levels. Yeah, yeah. the ghosts chase you around. I can't remember what that is, but that's, I think that's new. I can, I can, like, I can, I can guide you step by step for Koga's gym. The seven gym in Pokemon Red. The poison gym. Yeah, step by step, I can get you through the invisible walls to get to Koga. Bro, that's so cool, man. Pokemon had invisible walls to me. Like, that's actual true. puzzles to solve. But see, here, let me make my case. Let see, me make my case. see, see how... Let me make my case. Let me make my case. <laughs> right, because these two are both fanboys. <laughs> that's a good game, man. Let me, let me make... See, it's okay. a good game. It's and a um, good and the, fifth, the fifth gym, where the grass, the grass gym leader is, I believe her name is Marsh. Yeah. Marshall, whatever. There's a house, the third house... Next to the gym, in the middle, you have to go behind, and I think that's how you get the surf HM. Yeah, yeah. Bro, you saying moments from Pokemon doesn't make it. <laughs> it just means that you, you play the game thoroughly. Well, we're trying here. We're, we're just trying to make certain points to, as to why the game is better. Wait, but wait, like... wait. I, I will say this: Mario had that one level with the um, you know, the, I think it's the first time you can verse each other, and it's from I think two or three. And like you have the power button and the oh, thing, and you have yeah. to, yeah, that was fun. That that's it. That's all I had to say. Anyways, it's your turn, Chad. <laughs> now, see, this like things. I'm not disagreeing with your guys' case. I think Pokemon personal experience is is, is is a much fun experience. But you think back to the time you enjoy gaming, right? Do you enjoy gaming playing by yourself? Do you enjoy gaming playing with your friends and your family members? Playing by myself so no one gets in my way. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, man. It's yeah, you, you, you're, you're right. right. I like competitive games because you play against, yeah. yeah, it's more fun with family. That's what I mean. <sighs> like, I think Mario wins in the sense that, like, you play with your cousins. You you, you fight who gets to be Mario. So Mario, Luigi, you're going through like uh, you go through a whole entire super playing with each other, and that's the fun thing about it. And plus, the game like Pokemon to me seemed a lot harder, a lot harder grinder for me because my first Pokemon game was. On the Game Boy Advance, what's that one? That was that was like a like a landscape type. It was like instead of being normally like a what's that game? Oh called? yeah, Game Boy Advance. That was um, em- that was Emerald Ruby Sapphire. Was it Ruby Sapphire? Yeah, it's the first color. Uh, the colored one. Because eh? um, because silver and crystal didn't. Oh, silver. And that gold was Game didn't. Boy Color. Yeah, those three. That was my first. Yeah, that yeah. was my first. But you think of think about this. Think about think about it like this. When you played Super, when you played Nintendo and 
Tinder, right? Mario were usually the first games that you played, right? You never got to play Pokemon. I mean, so I think like, so what I'm saying is that it's a fun experience because you get to play with your friends. Not 3D Mario. Have you guys seen which one? 3D Mario. Have you seen that? It's yeah. on the it's on the Switch, isn't it? Wait, are you talking? Yeah, you talking about Mario sixty four, or are you talking about the three D one that came out on the Wii U? No, nah, yeah, I'm talking... it came out there, but I'm talking about I'm also talking about the one that you played on the game on the Nintendo sixty four three DS as well three DS. Oh, Super Mario sixty four. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Well, you didn't like it? No, I didn't like it. Really? Too... It's like Banjo yeah. Kazooie. That that, that Super Mario sixty four was probably my favorite Mario. I haven't yeah, played it, but that's the problem. <laughs> and then my, you know, my other super, my favorite Super Mario game was one. Super Mario RPG. I don't know if you guys remember, but they teamed up with uh, Square, uh, Square oh. Enix to make a RPG game. I and that game, that game honestly is a top tier RPG game. That's At the time, Mario when when I was a child, I didn't like it because I didn't understand it. But when I grew up and played it again, I was like, holy crap, this is actually a fun game. It's a mm. like if you like RPGs, it's a great RPG. Hmm. No, I never, I never got a chance to try it. You know, in Super Mario World, did you ever get to the um the Lost World? I did get to the Lost World. That's the is that the one with the how does the theme song? Go? I don't know how the theme song goes, but like in Super Mario World, you had to do like you I had to look for the the secret keyholes. It yeah, sounds yeah. dodgy, but <laughs> you had to go to the secret keyholes, and it takes you to Star World. And in Star World, there's like another world like behind it. I think and it I changes. Re- I, I, I remember. You, yeah, I remember what you talking. When you beat it, like when you beat all the levels, all the mm. enemies change. That one. I don't know if you. Is that from which Super Mario is that one from? Is that from Yoshi? The one with Yoshi. Yoshi. That's my favorite one. What's that? That's two or is that three? No, it's just it was just called Super Mario. Mario. That's that's my favorite one where you get to you finally get to use Yoshi. No, that's Yoshi's world. That's what it was called, eh? Super Mario no, Yoshi's Yoshi. World's a different one. Yeah, it's I Super it's Mario World, one. and the first one's called Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. Oh, okay. Super Mario World has got the one with Yoshi and the yellow cape. Which one is the one where you 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 go to the world and it's like you're on an island, and the it's like an island. You know the one? It's oh, like that's three. That's and you're three the raccoon. Eight. You turn into yeah, the yeah. Tanuki. The raccoon. Yeah, that's that's my fair. Sorry, that's my, that's my that's my fair one. That was cool. I like you know you know the cool thing about that one was the different oh. suits. Bruh, there was a yeah. frog suit and the hammer the hammer, the hammer suit. suit. The hammer suit was my oh, favorite. Oh man, that was Bruh. yeah, that was me. Bro, I haven't Shit. played you know, I've only played Super Mario in one. What? I've now, never see, played if you, have, if you never had a, a Super Nintendo, did you have a Super Nintendo? No, nah, I never owned one. If, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. if you had a Super Nintendo, all those games came in one cartridge. Oh, and it always oh, yeah, came yeah. with the Super Nintendo. Like it was yeah. always a bundle. But you have good memory, bro. That's when you say when you say the frog suit, bro. Ah, the frog suit was so. Bro, cool. the frog suit was cool, man. It's, it made the water levels so much better. Bro, I hated the water levels, eh? You know the bro, second world. The, oh, never mind. That's from was part it? one. What are you gonna say? You know, the water level from part one. Is there a water level in part one? Level? There was a water level part one. That's it's my after favorite the level. First, the yeah. first, really? I like that. Oh, those were those were painful for me. I, uh, I think I was I just that. mud at them. <laughs> but that's before you had the frog suit, eh? No, in the, in the first Super Mario, you don't get the frog suit. Bro, you guys you are making me intrigued to go play. Because I've got, like, um, if you 
with like a Nintendo Switch, if you pay the like monthly subscription, which is like six dollars, um, you get like access to Nintendo or oh, Super Nintendo. Oh, like twenty games, eh? Yeah, and then the original Nintendo, like you get access to like a bunch of games that they put out. It's like for free, and I think one of them is Super Mario, and they have like all of them. So fuck, I might end up giving that a jam now. That's so fun, like that's oh man the world's like three has probably got my favorite world in it three has got my favorite worlds. i never that's... made it to the end day I, i'm not until later because um you just... know how we use the flute we use the flute to get to the thing you know how you have to run to the top of the last level mm. and you keep running and it takes you to the flute mm. yeah we always went to the desert and then after that we weren't just whoever i played was we weren't that great at it did you know that in part one you could skip all the worlds and go to, straight to the last world no i didn't know that did you guys not know that no so you know um you know after you pass the first level on super nintendo on the first one yeah. and then you go to the second level and it's like it's underground underground and then just before you finish that level where you go to the end of the tunnel and it takes you back up there's like these elevator like things they go up like this yeah yeah, you jump on the second one just before you go out and it takes you all the way to the top and you can run across the map, like on the top level. Oh my gosh, yes. And, and you get to the end and then it has like three pipes and it tells you which world do you want to go to. World 3, World 4, World 5, and you just go to World 5. But it's like a massive like skill jump, like gap, because once you get to World 5, there's like these like cannons throwing in, these turtles with hammers like going everywhere and, and like there's like this cloud like following you and dropping shit on you. I think speedrunners actually have to go through the, the all the levels, but they just fuck, they just memorize everything, man. Bro, I seen, yeah, they clocked it in like 12 minutes. I was like, bro, that's like the time it takes me to get through just the first level. <laughs> fuck, bro, I need a sh- Yeah, man. bro, Super Mario is that's and the, the only reason I compare it differently to pokemon is because you got to play super mario like on a console in front of a big tv and you sat there with a controller is the reason why i said it was much more well pokemon seems so much more fun because you could take your console like your handheld console around with you sit in the car play it in the car Mm. be that like the child that that functions that's like sits away from everyone and plays by himself that was me bro well the thing the reason why i liked it was because like you know i had two younger brothers and, you know, we only had, like, two controllers and one console to share. So when yeah. I got my own device, my own screen, I didn't have to share. Because they didn't like Pokemon. They played it and they're like, oh, this is dumb. I was like, oh, yes, thank God. Yeah, go yeah. go play your Super Nintendo. But it's much more fun when, like, bro, when you crowd around with your cousin's TV. And you're all just, like, eating and playing and, like, you know. That's that's the aspect that makes that made Mario fun. That's the, that's <laughs> the reason why I said Mario but Mario is so much such a deeper game that it's it's let's save it for our next podcast. Did Bro, you say oh, it was a deeper game? Deeper it, game. It, it can't be a it can't look at be how a long look at how long it lasted. Nineteen eighties up and you can't say that it's not a deep game to be honest, bro, the only reason why Super Mario's still up there is because it's a franchise. It's like the it's like Halo to Xbox and like It's like McDonald's. Yeah. Like you know, you you can't come out with a new Xbox and speak and don't expect a new like Halo game. Right, that's the pooling power of I I like Pokemon, but I'd say that if Nintendo had to give up a series, probably say if it's based on nostalgia, I think they wouldn't give up give up Mario. 
Think about it. Think about it. Remember, remember millennials, millennials. Look Wait, at what, what Mario does. Does, does Mario what, have cards that like can sell for like between like two hundred thousand dollars? You um... don't. You don't need cards. We're, we're speaking in the spectrum of gaming, but as you look at here, if you look at what um, okay, if we're speaking pure nostalgia, you look at Pokemon. It only has mainly. More. That's that's where the bulk of the fans come. Mario Maybe. has both as millennials and. And uh, what's the generation? Uh, it crosses over two, two, two age groups, certain age groups. Right. So if you're telling me that they'll drop Pokemon for, they'll drop Mario before they drop Pokemon. I don't think that's true. It's funny because like, it, it's because you know Mario, they have so many variations. Like they have like Mario Party, they have Mario, like the the game. But like Pokemon, like even if they've had like their little spin-off, like they had that Pokemon tournament, like Pokemon Tekken. And then they had like Pokemon Snap, which was like another amazing oh, game. Oh man, the one on the Switch is coming out soon. I can't wait, man. Yeah. Um, but like Pokemon stuck to the same formula and done really well. Like it went through like um, you know, red, blue, silver, gold, the crystal, and like so on and so forth, and that's what worked. But like with Mario it's kinda of like they had to keep adapting it to try and make it more like acceptable to the generation, whereas Pokemon like the main series of Pokemon just stuck to the same formula and just had the same people coming in. And yeah. Also, you don't like Mario 64, which was like the pinnacle of gaming. Mario 64 changed the gaming. Like Apparently, at that that's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. I haven't played it, but I know it looks like Banjo Kazooie. So. To me, it's super, super Nintendo. I don't think it's. Sim- simplicity is usually the key to long, long, longevity, I think. When you try, to, like I said, well, you're right. When you try to do too much with a game, losing the essence of it. So if you're saying Pokemon stays true to so itself, I think gaming-wise, yeah. But Pokemon the series like ended for me. Original Ash was kind of phased out. Just uh, stink as stink as Ash. You guys agree? Eh? You guys like new old Ash, or do you guys like this new? Uh, I like old Ash. Yeah, the growth, the character growth of Ash now is great, but. Yeah, old Ash is better. I thought character growth for Ash and like the original Pokemon was cool, man. Seeing him like grow from a young boy Palatine, even though he didn't age physically, but seeing how he became as a trainer, that that character development was top notch. Not like it went until he lost, and then it's like he reverted back to like his dumb self, and then created <laughs> a new team, and then went through the league again, and then lost, and then went back to being dumb. It was like. Rinse and repeat. Remember, he was 10 years old, right? He was 10, 10 11 years old. Man. Yeah, man, I, was, man, I was cooking dinner and cleaning pots and pans at 10. Don't give me none of that. No, no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years. Remember, he was, a, he was a young boy. Wildlands of Japan. Trying, capturing his first caterpillar. And he had to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't mock it because it's actually pretty sad. <laughs> vitalized uh... man all those scenes like i remember it's different when i watch it again it's not the way i remember that mm. i almost have memory problems or something yeah that's like that naruto one where we just watched with hinata yeah and, like i saw it back then and i was like oh yeah okay and i watch it again yeah, i'm like holy like... crap that that actually happened no, like the order <laughs> that i remembered was like you know the point when she almost dies i thought she said i love you to naruto and yeah. then she gets stabbed 
I didn't know it was like a beatdown, and then like her last look Bruh. at him. Bruh. I love the fact that like there was no sound, and then like Hinata just went floating up in the air. <laughs> 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 and, then, and, and he did it with no emotion. He was just like, that's when Payne's music comes on. A little orchestra in the background. Yeah, bruh. Holy shit. And the little choir too, that choir sound. Man, mm. I'd do it if I could sing it, but How I can't do it. it. Now you do it. Kyo <laughs> Katana. Just jam. Yeah. Anyway, Chads and lads and ladstress. I think we've been recording for quite a long time, but it's good content. So if you are out there and listen to this podcast, make sure to grab a coffee, grab some cookies, some corn chips, Doritos, whatever you eat, KFC, and vibe out to this awesome podcast. Nice. Anyways, my friends, where can people find you, uh, Enzo? Uh, you, can find me, you can find me on Instagram at LZO.gaming or my Twitter LZO. The H at the end. Uh, you can find me on Asians Gaming too. I post there sometimes. I think. And if you want to see me live, come to my Twitch. Uh, yeah. Where's your uh, your Twitch? Oh, what's your what's your uh, Twitch? Destroy? Oh, Twitch handle is also Ilzio. So E L Z I zero H. It's pretty much my handle for everything. Nice. And what about you, Simba? If people want to find you. Where can they find you, my friend? Um, y'all can find me at uh, Simba Sensei underscore NG on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch, and also through all the Nisian gaming stuff as well, like Enzo mentioned, uh, through YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so much, <laughs> man! Facebook, Facebook as well. Sorry, I don't know if I mentioned that, but Facebook. Yeah. Same here for Ricky. You can find me at Ricky Senpai. Chad lad, <laughs> not Chad lad. You just find me Ricky Senpai uh, on Instagram, Twitch. I try to I try to stream sometimes, but because I'm almost at 100 followers, I start streaming. You can find me there, and you can also find me on Facebook as well, Ricky Senpai. <laughs> so yeah, come through, leave us a message, ask us some questions. Nice. And yeah, thank you for tuning into this podcast. Sweet. <laughs>